Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. is up Foley fam we are back after taking a week off to talk about what if you look at the numbers is arguably the biggest show in the history of professional wrestling going down this weekend we're going to get deep into it uh but first let me introduce the start well let me introduce the stars of the show wouldn't it be that's what he said that's what he said let me introduce the stars of the show sheena how you doing doing good i'm ready to talk some uh aw all in freaking trying to stay cool over here it's been hotter than the devil's balls over here so uh yeah cooling off with a nice coffee as we speak all right marco what's happening up in boston just uh chilling out and uh you know waiting for this uh this big weekend to come up for uh for AEW. so kind of excited we don't really get to talk AEW that much on this show it seems like so I know we usually leave that to the two bad chads but here we we used to be AEW heavy man i feel like it used to be like Sometimes for a long stretch here, we're talking more AEW than WWE. But yeah, we have been WWE heavy the uh, the last few months, man. Jordan, what's happening with you, dude? Same thing with you guys. Just uh, avoiding the heat as best as possible. It was fucking feels like 120 here today. So yeah, it's a uh, man. I don't even understand <laughs> how it's this hot. It's just brutal. But yeah, excited to talk some wrestling. Excited to talk about this weekend, and we got some tots. Yeah, it's been hot to the point where it's just painful to even be outside doing anything, man. Like, we were supposed to have uh, Brett the Babyface's first flag football game today. We've been preparing big time for that and uh, ended up getting canceled because of the heat wave. So, we're pushing that back one week. Um, yeah, I have a pretty high threshold for the heat, dude. And this, this heat even has me, like, cooped up inside, dude. So, yeah, y'all stay, stay safe out there, guys. Speaking of which. Don't you leave know- your kids or pets in your cars dude. tell us uh tell us what's new on the farm um well like we said it's been hot as hell the garden is overrun with weeds um it's like the august garden it's very stereotypical i think i mentioned it last week um in the gardening world august just it kicks your ass if you're a gardener um we did start kindergarten over here we got um brett the baby face doing homeschool lessons over here and doing kindergarten so i can't believe we finally have a little a little kindergarten guy i don't know it's just your kids grow up so freaking fast, man. Yeah, he turned six last week. That's why we, we kind of just took a week off from work and podcasting and everything. That's why we had Marco uh, filling in the gaps with a really, really awesome episode of of uh, Open Mic. Give us some give us some post-release hype, Marco. Tell us, uh, for the folks who didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, tell us about your, uh, uh, yeah, your last man. episode. Yeah, uh, it, it was actually, yeah, really good. Back off, a, off of a hiatus a little bit and uh, just trying to, like, you know, get get everything going. And uh, I've, been try- I've been meaning to get um, – uh, rocker of the uh, Boot to the Face podcast for a while. We've been, uh, you know, just going back and forth and in uh, in the chats and just trying to get a time down to do it. And we actually sat down and we actually got to, you know, like I said, I don't normally get to ask like you know uh, certain questions to people. So you know, we got to you know talk about uh, you know the state of uh, you know black wrestling and you know his thoughts on on Hogan and stuff like that. And you know, I thought it was a really good conversation. Uh, Next week's going to be – actually, is it? Yeah, next week I get another episode uh, that I'll be uh, recording. So I'll be bringing back uh, Queen G, the uh, nice. the the lady that is like kind of like the, the 
kind of like the uh, the the Sheena of the uh, TMNT uh, collecting world. So I'll, I'll be. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, I'll be bringing her back on. Awesome. We'll be uh, reviewing the uh, the TMNT movie, and I'll be you know and, and all the updates of the uh, of the TMNT world. So can't wait. But yeah, that uh, this past episode was awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. We- just yeah, for those that don't that, know, yeah. TMNT it's that's Teenage Mutant yes. Ninja Turtles. That's not a weird sex thing. I feel like you gotta <laughs> you gotta point that out with all the yeah. abbreviations and stuff out there nowadays. Do you have like somebody's somebody's probably hitting like Pornhub I mean, searching you'll, TMNT? You'll find yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there's a TMNT kink, dude. Yeah, there's a definitely April election. Yeah, there's definitely a turtle kink out there. Um but yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, by the way, it is really good. We took Brett for his birthday. It was a lot of fun seeing the seeing the turtles be like actual teenagers was was a lot of fun. And I don't know, there's just some mm-hmm. twists and turns in the movie that are you know super cool. It was good, yeah. It's definitely a total. You, you feel like you've probably seen every um, you know interpretation yeah. of the turtles there is over the. I mean, really, for us, it's been you know 35 years that mm-hmm. the turtles have been a part of like mainstream pop culture. But this was unique and. A lot of fun, a lot of nostalgia for for the people our age, and I think if you got you know little kids, they're definitely going to love it. Really cool animation too. Yeah, very good art direction on it. Uh, Sheena, tell the listeners where they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco run the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley Show. Join our Foley fam at chickfoley.com. Um, we're, you know, like I said, midway through our Picks League. We got lots of fun stuff coming up. So if you're not in our Facebook group, uh, definitely jump in there. Go to chickfoley.com, get all the info. And also, we have an update. Uh, Jordan, you want to let all the listeners know uh, what, what you guys yeah, got cooking? Yeah, so uh, I, I've been tossing this idea around for uh, a long time. Uh, but me and Seth are finally going to put it in motion. Uh, me and Seth are proud to announce that starting next Tuesday will be the de- debut episode of the Goal Line Podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about football every Monday night during halftime of Monday Night Football, we're going to record it and uh, we'll be releasing that to you guys every Tuesday morning so you guys can recap the NFL weekend with us. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. You guys remember we did the long, we did long balls with Turnbuckle Tavern crew um, last year and that that was a lot of fun. Shout out to those guys. They definitely kind of lit the fire in us to have some some weekly football talk, but you know, we we're the Pod Warriors, man, and we're going to kind of put our own spin on it. It's going to be an actual podcast instead of a uh, a YouTube broadcast we're going to do. So we wish those guys the best of luck. Haven't heard official word if Long Balls is going to continue for a third season, but you know, if it does, we wish Hawk and J Bone the best of luck with that. But yeah, we're going to spin off and just put our own little uh, twist on things, and, and it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Football season is almost here. I can't wait to get those those NFL Sundays back because yeah. that also means a little bit of a break from this uh, this oppressive heat. Yeah, and uh, you guys will be able to find that here in the Chick Foley feed as well as there's going to be a specific goal line uh, podcast feed as well. So yep, you don't have to you don't have to the... subscribe to anything else. I mean, obviously, if you want to subscribe to the separate goal line, that would help the guys out. But uh, you can you're, you'll be able to catch everything that they post right here in our Chick Foley Show feed as well. Yeah, we know we're kind of launching off the Chick Foley Show platform. We have, we have so many loyal listeners that tune into you know not just the wrestling talk, really any of the hijinks that we get up to. So you'll be like Sheena said, you'll be able to find it here, or if you just Search the goal line on um, Apple and Spotify. You can find it. Uh, Jordan set up a link tree for us. We'll have that in the show notes for this week. If you want to go ahead and hit subscribe. And um, Jordan, you want to give them the social media handles? Uh, yeah, hold on a second. <laughs> I forgot what. <laughs> we'll get back to it. It'll be in the show notes. We'll put, we can put it in the show notes if yeah, you don't we'll have it right off the. Notes, the... Yeah, so. 
Because, yeah, it'll, it'll be easier instead of trying to. I don't think anybody's sitting there, like, With on Christmas pins. Story, jotting yeah. the stuff down as we put it out on the pod. Oval so. team. Yeah, just check the show notes. We'll get you guys set up. And, obviously, this was kind of just an impromptu announcement. We'll get it, we'll get the official rollout going on all of the uh, the social media. So, I think that's about it for housekeeping, man. Um, one thing for you to all in, I think we definitely got to pay some respect. Absolute legend, Terry Funk, passed mm-hmm. away Damn. today. Um I love Terry Funk, man. You know, we did that Pod Warriors episode a few months back um, about the the greatest B shows ever. We talked about that Great American Bash '89, where he had that great match with Ric Flair. Had the Renaissance in the '90s with ECW, and then this Chainsaw Charlie run. And dude's still been wrestling through the 2000s, man. He's a certified madman, but he's also a legend. Uh, you guys just want to share some some thoughts on where where Terry Funk sits at in the the pantheon for you guys. I mean, dude, if it wasn't for Terry Funk, we probably wouldn't have a uh, Mick Foley. Um, I mean, he I was credited say, a lot of his the, career to the old yeah. Funker. And dude, I honestly thought Terry Funk was way older than 79 though, man, that dude, he lived a life, man. He, uh, yeah, he, uh, he definitely went through yeah. it. Um, but yeah, man, it's just sad day in wrestling when, you lose someone that you grew up with. It's just a sad day. And I mean, I don't think Funker was in the best of shape the last couple of years of his life, the way it sounded, but I mean, he, no. he put his body through hell. So yeah, definitely going to be missed. I feel like it was really these last, the last two years he really started aging, man. I feel like when I'd seen him even like three or four years ago, he still kind of looked like Terry Funk. And it wasn't until the last, last year and a half or so. And you'd see pictures that he actually, you know, simply like he aged about 15 years and yeah. six months somehow, man. But, uh, yeah, I love Terry Funk. He's, he's for me, where he sits at, he's kind of like one of the people I think about including in my all-time top 10. I don't think he quite makes the cut for my all-time top 10, but he's like the one of the honorable mentions for me. I think he's just straight-up legend for really the longevity, but just some of the, the heights he reached back in the, in the 70s I'm just and 80s glad that we the got the de-lousing uh, Chainsaw Charlie that we got before he passed yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. That and yeah. that Coliseum collection, dude. That Coliseum collection figure is still sitting on Mattel Creations, man. Like, I think that thing could see a little boost in uh, in value. Not to be too morbid, but, I mean, we are. this is a collectible show, and it's definitely something yeah. that spikes collectible. So, well, yeah, like you, like you said, luckily we've gotten a couple of really good figures here in the last uh, the last year of him, and we're getting the the re release of that cool ECW Terry Funk. That's going to be in one of the yeah, upcoming Greatest awesome. Hits lines. So, yeah, good chance to uh, to to basically you know between that the the Coliseum collection that Chainsaw Charlie kind of got all the major points no of his doubt. career represented. All right, guys. So um, on that note, are you guys ready to go all in? Let's get wow. in there. Sure. <laughs> it's, just, I mean, it's right there for the layup. <laughs> yeah. Still. Uh, you know me. I, lo- I love the lowest hanging fruit. I know you do, so Sheena. It's just who I am as a person. <laughs> 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 oh, man. All Lower right. The left. So uh, 2023 all in is going to be at Wembley Stadium, dude, which is just monumental in and of itself. So pretty cool. I'm I'm. Pretty shocked when you think about it that AEW made it to Wembley Stadium before WWE made it back to Wembley Stadium. You know, like you know, a fun fact that I think it's a lot of people don't realize this isn't the same Wembley Stadium that uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. SummerSlam '92 is in. They built a new Wembley. Wow. Yeah, I, is it on the exact same site or is that like a it's, right? Next it's on the exact same site because yeah. they opened this one. I looked yeah, the other day. So. They opened this one in 2007, and the original was demolished in uh, 2003. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, like, it's not that I'm like, you know, a big UK architectural <laughs> digest buff, man. I just happened to learn this like a couple months back. I think it was shortly after they announced it. And I think somebody mentioned it in a Reddit comment that, you know, it's not actually the the exact same building that Bretton Bulldog had their classic in. Well, the more you know, dude. But it is going to be, you know, obviously we know Uncle Dave Meltzer is in the bag for AEW, but according to him and a lot of other sources, this is no shit. The most tickets ever sold for a wrestling event. I think... The, the, crowd's cool, gonna, the crowd's going to be the star of the show, man. I think yeah. that's really kind of... We know I'm, that UK crowd gets hot. I'm man. excited for some of these matches, but I'm really, really excited just to see what it's going to look like. Yeah, to me, that's the biggest That's the biggest thing that's like drawing me in for interest-wise. It's just like, dude, this is going to look epic. If they do it right, which I'm sure they will. Um, Are you? I mean, AEW I mean, production, has yeah. that's my concern. I feel like... More than any single wrestler or more than any of the matches they put on, I feel like the production. I mean, how of could they drop event, the ball here, though? They dude? could. I, mean, <laughs> I know they, I know the bar, you know, everybody's got the, the barbed wire death death match death. situation. And just, I know. Even but, a, I mean, that's the big one, but there's, so, and don't get me wrong. I mean, WWE, New Japan, even with their top notch production, they miss shots too, but I feel like there's a ton of times where AEW will miss like a key shot on a match or. You know anything? I just feel like they got a lot more production sna- yeah. snafus. True. I just mean like the set and like the just the scale oh, of it all, and just you yeah. Know, I mean, like, all that plays into it. I'm just I I think they really need to make sure that this comes off as like you know, yeah the biggest like you know one big. of the biggest shows yeah. ever. It, it needs yeah. to look. Yeah, yeah, it needs to look closer to WrestleMania than just like a standard yeah. Yeah. AEW pay per view yeah, with uh, you know yeah, if they with, look with a bigger look, crowd. Like it's this yeah, is their say, chance it looks to really like shine. The, uh, just like the Go generic ahead. dynamite stage in the, in a, yeah, it's not going to, yeah. it's not going to, I'm I'm curious to see how they pull it off. It's going to swallow yeah. them up. Hopefully dude. they yeah. do a good job with it. With the way WWE has been doing it at the big stadiums, like not the football stadiums, but when they've done the baseball stadiums and like how they had it at, um, you know, at SummerSlam last year in tight stadiums too. I am kind of a fan of like the low key interest yeah. in the big arena, give it like that Roman yep. gladiator type feel yeah. where it's just fans on top of you everywhere. Um, as opposed to the big, like, you know, cinematic style set that we see at, yeah. at WrestleMania or at like the Saudi shows. I mean, wh- what are you looking for out of the show production wise? Honestly, dude, I- I'm good with the, the minimalist, honestly, just do let the crowd shine. Let the wrestling shine. I don't need like some, honestly, I don't need a big production, dude. That's where they, that's usually where they, trip up and fall is when they try to do like some over the top production like mm-hmm. just let the wrestling speak let the fans speak that that's all you need out of this show to me like i i just hope they don't overdo it i'm with it <laughs> yeah i just want to make sure that they you know they got a plan to get some good wide shots in to really like show that that just the scale of this event because yeah. it's it's gonna look mm-hmm. insane i saw um, this would be the oh, place to get a drone shot feel, yeah yeah Turn, turnbuckle tavern posted a uh they posted a picture of a sold out concert in wembley and it was similar to a wrestling setup it was just a small stage right there yeah. in the the center of the field or or the pitch or whatever the hell they call it over there um and like i said it just it's it's gonna look ridiculous man so i just i really hope they pull this off with the yeah the overall look of it. I think that's, uh, to me, that's the most important yeah, not thing to, they can do. Not to Sunday. like, uh, you know, take away, obviously, like Jordan said, like the, uh, the fans and the wrestling, but when you, when you're going on, you know, with a show that's like touted as the biggest wrestling show, um, in history, you ha- it has to have some type of production value. You can't just rely on, on this is like a proving, a proving ground for them to be able to do this. So they definitely need to have some, yeah. They you know better cameras, not even just like camera angles. It's like better, better quality cameras, 
Like it has to look like it's a a, a big time show. Um, personally, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got it right there at the top of yeah, the poster, so it, the biggest yeah, event so in wrestling good. history. So I'm interested to see how they uh, how they pull it off. Yeah. And um, it came out today that there's already been ninety thousand pre-orders for it on pay-per-view which is a huge wow. number so what time noon. is it going to be showing over here noon. uh it starts at noon uh noon central so it's awesome i love a good uh you know daytime wrestling good excuse to get day drunk it's just easier you can watch a long wrestling show and still have a little bit of daytime afterwards sheena won't be fighting the uh the sleep monster <laughs> on her back um it's gonna be cool like i said it it at times during the build it's felt like maybe this is gonna be closer to like what like the saudi shows are for for WWE kind of feeling just like a big mm. supersized house show. Um, but dude, they, they need to deliver. I think there's some pressure on AEW man to, uh, to, to not have any, uh, yeah. you know, any, any fuckery. Yeah. I think one on big mistake 100%. was doing all out the, it's it, one week after this. Like, yes. Like the week why after, did they, dude. All yeah. should have been this like at, at least last weekend, if not the previous weekend, I just, I don't yeah. know, man, because, I mean, yeah. All Out is basically the, their WrestleMania show every year, and I just, I feel like they're really doing a disservice to both of these shows, doing them so close, but, yep. I mean, I'm not saying this isn't going to be good. I, I have no doubt that it's going to be good, dude. AEW doesn't, they usually deliver on pay-per-views. I mean, yeah. They've never had a stinker. Worst case scenario, it's going to be like a a, a, a solid D. Dude, and you know they're going to, a couple of these matches, they're going to put on like 30-minute classics just because that's what they're about. So, uh-huh. yeah. I, oh. True. And you know there's got to be something. Like, you know, they're not just going to go to Wembley and sell out this freaking stadium and not have some surprises oh, up yeah. their sleeve. Like something, I mean, I would, I would imagine that something's going to happen, like something that we're not expecting or anticipating. Um, Phil Dunnett's to, coming out. Know, just Phil, like, yeah. <laughs> Phil done it. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be a surprise entrant. All right, y'all ready to break down the matches and uh, yeah, let's do you it. know talk shop on that. All right, so first we got the Aussie Open, which is Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher versus MJF and Adam Cole for the tag for the ROH Tag Team Championship on the pre-show. To, on the freaking pre-show, to me, like uh, this is ballsy, dude. This is straight up like uh, this is like Tony Khan. <laughs> this is Tony <laughs> Khan in it. Like, there's so much that could go wrong yeah. here. Um, I wouldn't even think about like yeah, if somebody gets injured. Yeah, or something. like what if somebody gets injured, dude? Like you're you're literally putting the main event in jeopardy for the freaking ROH tag champions. And I mean, I, maybe they have something bigger in mind. Maybe they're tying this in some way that's going to I pay think it's off. Just, but well, you know, Zero Hour, the name of their pre-shows, they're on free TV and on you or on YouTube. So I think it's just a push to get some last second yeah. pay per view buys. So I think like I said, it's not worth it to me, dude. There's there's so many talented people like why can't we just throw some yeah. other people in there you know? yeah and like, i don't know how many people are really i don't know if people that are hardcore enough to tune in to the pre-show on sunday at 11 o'clock that aren't already hardcore enough to just go ahead and buy you, the yeah, event but exactly. um, I, I don't know man i what do you guys think do we get some more dissension between these two or do you i i think if i was putting my money down i think they're winning these belts man just to make that main event seem that much i think bigger that, deal yeah i could see it i, I could see th- that I, yeah. but i don't think i don't think they're gonna win i think it's i i I think I'm with Seth on it's kind of like getting the eyes on the uh, on the show be you know to get those last minute buy ins and stuff like that. I don't think it's going to be like a uh, like a you know 20 minute classic or anything like that. It's going to be like a quick type of match just to set up the main event. I think. But if they lose, they run the risk of like 
pulling away the excitement from the main event. Mm. You know what I mean? There's a chance that like you see these guys get out there and fight in the tag championships and you're like, eh, you know what I mean? Like, whereas like if you're waiting the entire show to watch MJF and Adam Cole, like the excitement is building. Versus- we could see, could see Roddy Strong and the, the kingdom come out to uh, yeah. you know, set up something for, you know, set the stage for the, the rest of the angle. They're in the main event also. Yes. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, 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 it's ballsy. I don't know. I'm not a fan of putting them on. I think you're yeah. in a bit. I think you kill some of the excitement. I, MJF exactly. and Adam Cole is the hottest act going in AEW right now. I don't think the crowd mm-hmm. needs to see either one of those guys. Yeah, it's like a wedding day. Dude. You don't want to see the bride before the freaking, before she yeah. walks down the aisle, man. You know, like, are they going to change gear before the main event? So they're going to have like tag team gear <laughs> and then they're going to change their gear again for the main event. And if one of them idea. does get injured, so. they can always replace the main event with the uh, real world championship uh, match between CM Punk and Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, that's, a- I mean, that's TK's <laughs> plan probably because he loves CM Punk so much. This so. definitely has classic schmaz yeah. finish, like the rest of the members of United Empire run down or yeah. something along the lines of that. I don't think it's going to end clean. For sure. I'm but- fine with this, honestly. It, it elevates the, the Ring of Honor titles as well. I mean, dude, it does. I'm not ready for this Adam Cole and MJF thing to end. It's it, it's honestly has just been fun watching MJF just be a different person than the shit that he normally is, so... I am not ready for this end. I don't think they win, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they won. Yeah, I I don't think they win either. But um, yeah, here just hopeful that nobody gets hurt and um, you know it doesn't kill the build for the for the main event. All right, we got FTR versus the Young Bucks uh, for the tag team for the AEW Tag Team Championship. I think it's a coin toss match. Should be a banger. Probably going to end up being the match of the night. Um, yeah, it's going to be killer, dude. Either either team. I don't think either it hurts either team to lose. I don't think it's really going to change anything about the legacy. Either team to win. I think this is all just about the action from bell to bell, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to deliver. Hopefully, uh, hopefully there's no last second travel issues, man. I'm not. I'm even though they're saying it's all green lights. I am not. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to be 100% sure this match is happening until I see a picture of Cash Wheeler actually in the uh, the UK. Yeah, that is a yeah. little worrisome. Um, th- like you said, though, this is definitely potential for match of the night. This is your 30-minute match for sure. Like, they're mm-hmm. they're definitely going to put it down. I just I can't imagine that this is just not like a spectacle of a match. So I'm really looking forward to this. For sure. UK fans love a good tag match also, man. You know the crowd's going to be absolutely mm-hmm. on. I'm, I'm sure they're going to be hot all night, but they're going to be on fire for this one. All right. We've got a four-way match for the AEW Women's World Championship. we got Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm versus Soraya versus DMD. To me, Soraya. this is, this is like they, they, they... It has they, to yeah, be Soraya. They, uh, I know, that's what I'm saying. Soraya that's got to be her, dude. To me... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is I think anybody could win, man. I don't know. I, I think it's a four way. I think this is just somebody twisted Tony Khan's arm and they're like, dude, you have to have a women's match on the yeah, show. I and guess. he's like, fuck it, give him a four way. This lie. is like, this reeks of like old school. Like this, to me, this is like a, a cunt hair above the old WrestleManias where they yep. would just put all the chicks dude, in I'm one not, match, yeah. man. Is there any other? Nope. There's no other women's matches, huh? That's it. Nope. I mean, this is a good. I mean, this is four great performers, or you know, yeah. three great performers in Soraya. <laughs> exactly. Um, but four page. But yeah, I just I I'm you know the build for this. They had a little tournament where it was all like the most obvious yeah. qualifying matches ever. I'm just 
I, I wouldn't. I think it'd be addition by subtraction if they let all these ladies go somewhere else. Because I, I hate the AEW. Dude, Division's I think division. if Soraya wins, I think this has a chance to be pop of the night. Though honestly, like, dude, yeah, oh, yeah, they're gonna be on fire. I, mean, for I, her. I really think that's why they put it on here. I think she was always gonna yeah. end up being the champion after this show. Honestly, I think they just threw Britt and Tony Storm a bone by putting them in this match. So, do we see Jade come out? I think. The, um, I think, yeah, I think she's I think done. Jade might be show. gone, man. I think the next time we see, I think the next time we see Jade yeah. is WWE. I think we see Jade the following weekend. Wow. Interesting. All right, we have a coffin match: Darby Allen and Sting versus Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage. So this was a last-second switch tonight. Originally, this was Swerve Strickland and AR Fox, but Swerve kind of kicked AR Fox out of Mobile Embassy um to uh tonight and then they you know christian and luchasaurus kind of got it tied up on this my my spidey sense is tingling because yeah you know maybe ar fox just has some sort of travel issue or something but you know if if only there was somebody whose contract just ran out that has a lot of ties to christian cage that's not happening i feel like (laughs) in my mind i can already see it man like you know, this is just a, this match is just an excuse. I'm sure it'll be a fun match, but it's just an excuse to end up with Christian Cage, like in the ring after the match on the mic, bitching about, you know, how he got screwed over or something like that. And then we hear, you know, you think you know me over the, uh, the speed. Dude, that Can place would fucking erupt if Edge came out at the end of that match. Yeah, that might be that the biggest pop ever, honestly. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe it's just coincidence, but I feel like a I feel like Edge is going to AEW. You know, I think he's trying to work to plant the seeds of misdirection because you know it was originally reported that August eighteenth was the last day on his contract, and then it was like two days after that that he started saying, "Well, no, my contract's actually not up till the end of September." And I think he's just trying to make sure that it's a big surprise when he does show up because from everything we saw on SmackDown last Friday, it looks like dude is yeah. gone, man. That had. You know that looked that did not look like it was any kind of angle setting it up. So I think Edge is out of there. Um, and this, you know, who could resist making their surprise debut in Wembley in front of eighty thousand people? Dude, I, I hope I honestly kind of hope that he goes there. I, I feel like that would be a great ending spot for him. Him and Christian, whether they're together or end up wrestling each other one last time, like it needs to happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm. It'd be fun, man. There's no. nothing left for him to do in WWE. There's, there's yeah. just not. He's, he's had matches with, with Seth. And he wants Roman. to wrestle Kenny. Um, he's, he said it numerous yeah. times. There's a lot of guys in AEW he wants to wrestle against. So, dude, I'm all for it. I, I really hope it happens. Yeah, I love to see him go over there and just get on some, you know, some part time legends type deal where he can have a handful of just bangers where he's up. Because dude, that match with Sheamus yeah. on Friday night was Late. awesome, dude. I was t- I, I tuned in just to see if there was going to be some sort of angle because I was thinking maybe this whole retirement thing was just a setup for something. Um, but I got sucked in they on that need match. Another, they yeah. need another big-time, awesome. um, part-time guy that is just there for big matches and stuff. Like, yeah. that AEW is severely yeah. lacking that part of, of wrestling. They, they need someone that doesn't need to be there every single week. All right, so next up we have a six-man tag team match. The Golden Elite, Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega, uh, and Hangman versus uh, Konosuke Takashita. <laughs> and well done, Steve. Tell us you haven't been watching AEW without telling us you haven't been watching AEW. <laughs> Takeshita and Bullet Club Gold. What did I say? 
Takeshita. No, I didn't. You said Takeshita or something. Oh, Takesh- Takeshita. Oh, my God. Takeshita. Whatever. Dude, I, I, just... <laughs> I, yeah, I, this match is whatever it is. It's, it's, I'm sure it'll be cool, That's but it's, uh, you know. Yeah, well, you know what? It's so lame to me that like you have Kenny Omega, but you're putting him in a six man tag match at fucking mm-hmm. Wembley Stadium in front of eighty thousand people, dude. Like, dude, Kenny. Well, you know, we give Kenny a lot of shit, you know, just like half heartedly on this show. But dude, like, he's arguably it's Kenny Omega. Yeah, he's Kenny O'Freaking Omega. At this point, dude. his career, it every time be. he has one on one match, it's a big deal. Exactly, uh, and they've I, got him in a fucking six man yeah. tag match at the biggest fucking wrestling event of we'll his. Get- career dude like jordan said at the start i think this is a victim of all out being the next week i think if there if that wasn't the case i think you'd have the one-on-one match between omega and takeshita but i think we're gonna get the six-man tag this sunday and then you know probably right after that match wraps up i think we'll hear you know excalibur announce that tony khan's made it official for all out that kenny omega not even that dude but uh, yeah but who gives a shit though dude at that point who gives like it's like dude this this is the moment this is the freaking moment dude like I, Not even I that. It's like my thing I mean, is. I don't really you know, get, we'll get to it later. But Jericho and Osprey. Why aren't we getting Omega Osprey three? I think I think Kenny's a little bit more banged up than they're leading on because he's been in a ton of tag matches lately. I just oh, I just don't feel like yeah. hiding it. That's something's true. not I mean, right because dude, he hasn't been in a singles uh, like a straight up long singles match in a while. It's been a lot of tag matches. I thought it was weird that they brought a Bushi in and it, or yeah, Kota in. And I don't know, huh. man. I just, I feel like they brought him in to protect Kenny for a little while. Huh. Has he had a one on one match since for Ben Bro? Because they did the stadium stampede, yeah. although he did take a shitload of bumps in that, but he wasn't doing like a lot of like high flying stuff in that match either. It was a lot blood more just like hardcore. Yeah. And you had, you know, 10 other guys yep. in the match. The Blood and Guts match he was yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, that would make right, that would make sense. I do think it's smart the way they got it, where when he does have a one on one match, it's a big deal because you know it, it's an attraction. But I don't know, Kenny. Kenny's in a weird spot right now, man. Like he's kind of in that same spot with it. I have Jaden in the women's division, dude. Like, why is Kenny not constantly in the world championship picture? Like yeah. he's just he's such a fucking performer. For, for whatever you say about his mic skills or you know, the character work when that bell rings, like the dude is transcendent, man. Like he, and if, if he doesn't got the greatest, like charisma on the mic, just the way he wrestles and stuff, you know, like he wrestles with charisma and I don't know, man, I think Kenny's kind of, that's another reason why I was kind of hoping that they might go to WWE yeah. just to see what it would look like. Cause I feel like, yeah, I mean, not that this is going to be a bad match. I'm sure this match is going to fucking rock, but I just feel like anytime Kenny's not up in a main event picture, yep. it's, it's a waste. Cause mm-hmm. You know, like Jordan said, dude, dude's got a lot of miles on, on that body, man. And he's, you know, he's definitely got a limited amount of time left to be wrestling at this level. Yep. Agreed. All right. Next up, we have the stadium stampede match. <laughs> <laughs> this. You sounded excited. I'm, I, I'm not a fan of these matches, man. <laughs> well, I mean, so, so okay. Yeah. So if as you've a, seen one, you've seen them all. Exactly. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. I'm sure there's going to be some funny, like, hygiene. UK specific stuff. Yeah, exactly. However. I, I just keep thinking about every time they like announce something like this or one of these type of matches, I just think yep. about the in-person crowd. Like, yes, for us at home where there's cameras and we can see every little like, you know, nuanced thing that happens. Cool. But, you know, there's 80,000 people there that aren't going to be able to see shit of what's going on, you know, and they're just going to be sitting there for, I mean, l- this match is probably going to be 
20, 30 minutes. I mean, It'll probably be an hour between entrances and the end of the match cleanup. It's probably going to be an hour devoted yes, to this match. So I just, you know, I, again, I'm not a fan of these either. I mean, they brought us some funny moments, but, you know, as a, you know, prolonged gimmick, I think the it's The only good thing I'll say out. about this one is it probably doesn't really need to go outside the stadium very much because they're going to have a ton of room in the stadium to do this match. So I, I get what you're saying about the fans not be able to see anything, yeah. but usually that's in like an arena. Dude, this is a full size stadium. Like, I don't think they're going to need to go outside the stadium we'll very much. Like, the majority of this should take place where the fans can see it. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how yeah, it plays it, out. These but are, um, they're, they're just starting know. to run together. I feel like they're overusing this gimmick now. Like, it was fine when it was once. For yeah. sure, this should be like a no, once in a every the, blue moon I was fine with the once situation. a year thing for a major feud blow off, but now they're just using it for everything and. It, it it kind of takes away from it. Like, why the hell are the best friends in this match? Like, it's like, who did they? Bl- <laughs> I know this is like the most random like, group dude, of people. So it's Eddie Kingston, Orange Cassidy, best friends, and Penta versus Blackpool Combat Club uh, and Santana and Ortiz. It sucks yeah, that Orange right. Cassidy's not getting a singles match on this show. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, he's yeah. been the best wrestler in AEW. With the international yeah. freaking championship. How do you not defend the international freaking championship? They couldn't even done a match. They can't even brought that match back with him and Osprey. Because he's I'm, losing it at all. Out, that's video. why. Yeah. Osprey, Cassidy, th- two. Who do you think, you think he's going to fight Mox? Or who do you think he's gonna I'm not sure, but I, I'm almost guaranteeing he loses the belt next week. Or, yeah, the next weekend. I just, I don't see a way yeah. he gets out of Chicago with the belt still. I know, and you keep bringing up all out, which I, is valid, but it just to me like I feel like if you're holding if you're holding stuff back just for all out, like I feel like you have to deliver on this because, dude, you get, look at it this way: people, are, you're expecting people to pay fifty dollars this week and fifty dollars next week to freaking buy these pay per views, dude. So you're gonna have to deliver to make people be like, oh shit, like we definitely need to watch all out because if they've already spent fifty dollars, dude, you're really gonna have to bring it. To shell out another fifty bucks from them. It still blows my mind that we didn't get some sort of package deal. Like even if it was like spend eighty bucks and you can go and get both events. Like I don't know how in twenty twenty three we can get a package deal for these two events. And inflation. I don't know how Warner Brothers didn't get this on Max. Remember that was the rumor when this first got announced that this was going to be a a live streaming event to push Max. Like how do we not have the AW library on Max? Yeah, dude. I just. Again, major mistake doing these shows back to back weekends because, again, All Out is basically their WrestleMania. And I don't know, man. It it, it really sucks that they're doing this back to back weekends because I had extremely high hopes for this show and All Out. But doing them back to back weekends has really dampened my hopes of this. But never know, man. TK could pull the old rabbit out of his hat and give us two bangers two weeks in a row. Well, they could have built to both of them also. You got enough people on that roster. Exactly. You could put together two solid pay-per-views, man. Like you you totally could have, but it's like there's been uh, do we I don't think we yeah, have we a single do. match we announced have like for all three out, matches right? announced. What do we got? Okay. Yeah, but you could build to both. I remember there was that time in 2018 where WWE had like Crown Jewel, the Evolution oh, yeah. event, and I, like Hell in the Cell, and I want to say like oh one God. other pay per view, and I think there was I want to say there was like four pay per views getting hyped up at once, and I don't think any of them were really particularly great, but they still managed to kind of thread the needle and make all of them feel somewhat important. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's an ideal way to go, but yeah, you're right. They definitely could have handled this 
this situation a little bit better. I mean, maybe it was just the way the the arenas lined up. Like there was no way to, you know, there was no way to work it otherwise. But I just, yeah, there's definitely some serious flaws in. Uh, I just, on the I feel like these. the way these matches, like the, we got six man matches, we got the stadium stampede. I just feel like he wanted to jam as many people as he could onto this show, which I get it, dude. A lot of people wanted yeah. to be on this show, yeah. which if you were a wrestler, you would definitely want to be on this show. Like, dude, it's yeah. Eight, yeah, and I'm sure they're getting well, big paydays for that, this dude. too, like, right? Can you imagine someone telling you, like, I mean, just imagine someone telling us five years ago that, hey, AEW is going to run Wembley Stadium and sell 80,000 tickets. We would have been like, yeah, right. I, I would not have believed you. Yeah, I, mean, I would have told you is, you were out of your damn mind. For all intensive purposes, this is still technically an indie company. I mean, I, I get it. They're on TV and stuff, and they make a lot of money, but... Dude, it's insane to me that they're getting 80,000 people to show up for something that didn't even have a match announced till yeah. three weeks ago. WCW never did this. Nope. TNA never did this. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a big deal. It is a big deal. I mean, say what you want, dude. We can we can shit on this card all we want, but dude, this is this is a moment. Yeah, they get this <laughs> many people in the building and the bell rings. Like, that's a hell of an accomplishment. So, yeah, yeah tip of the cap to AEW. Good point, Jordan. All right, next up we have Will Ospreay versus... Chris I'm so Jericho. Happy they got Will Ospreay. I'm, I'm disappointed because when <laughs> yeah, up to up to a month ago, man, it was going to be Jericho yeah. and Sting. I thought that it seemed like we were kind of getting some teases for that, and I think that would have been awesome, dude. Let it be Jericho and Sting with all the hijinks and shenanigans and stuff. This is it's yep. just such a mismatch, dude. Like mm-hmm. obviously Jericho's still a great sports entertainer, but Will Ospreay is one of the best wrestlers in the world, and it's it's. I feel like this is going to be a mess. Which is unfortunate because, like you said, Will Ospreay is so damn good, dude. Like I love watching him wrestle. And also, Will Ospreay, yeah, also another be... guy that does not need to be doing forty-five minute high flying matches every time. So I feel like this is good for him because, dude, another guy whose bump card is is uh, nearing its capacity is Will yeah. Ospreay. So, <laughs> dude, just keep him healthy, man. Just keep for Will sure. Ospreay healthy. I'm fine with this match just because they're going to get Will Ospreay on it. The crowd's going to go nuts. Because, dude, at first yeah. I thought they were going to pull Kenny and Osprey again. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. They, these guys can't run this match four times a year. <laughs> They're going to both be dead. I mean, seriously, that, that Forbidden Door match was uh, brutal. Like, they, they can't do that, like, three times yeah. a year. It's just, it's too much for both of those guys. And I'm sure they're going to do it again at Wrestle Kingdom next year. So, yeah. All right, moving on, we have a singles match for the Real World Championship. <laughs> uh, see, this is the real. This is Marco's real main event. Uh, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. What are, what are your thoughts, Marco? I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I was joking, but yeah, back to back. Osprey Jericho, not not happy with, and also this match, not happy with. So let's that's going to be two for me, two stinkers in a row. As far as uh, the match card goes, yeah. if, if they do put it uh, this way, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not uh, happy with this match. It's not, it, neither one of the, I mean, I don't want to get too harsh on them, but yeah, I mean, the cardio isn't there for both of those guys. We'll say that much. Um, <laughs> and it's not size. Obviously, Samoa Joe's obviously bigger than CM Punk, and you know, CM Punk's smaller than. It's. I don't think it's going to be a good match at all. It's not going to. You didn't see that awesome go to sleep that uh, oh, yeah. Punk hit on Samoa Joe on, so on well. Saturday was, on Collision. Uh, I heard people saying instead of the go to sleep, it was their yeah. opponent like maybe just take a nap. Some, uh, <laughs> yeah, just a, just a, just an hour nap or something like that. Yeah, this 
not excited about this at all. Yeah. I mean, if anyone says they are, I don't believe them one bit. I don't yeah. dude, I thought their their Owen Hart uh semifinal match was pretty good, honestly. I didn't think that match was bad at all. I mean, I'm not saying this is gonna be a I'm not yeah, saying this is gonna be a classic fine, by man. Any means, it, uh, but dude, I didn't think that the yeah, the last fine. time they wrestled was bad at all. I thought it was a decent match. So yeah. I mean, anytime Joe steps in the ring, I'm excited, dude. I'm a huge Joe Mark, so I do hate CM Punk. I wish yeah. Samoa Joe would win this match, but there's zero <laughs> chance that's happening. Um there's zero. Oh, I chance. would love I would love that. There would be nothing that would bring me more joy than Samoa Joe. Dude, I would love CM it. Punk. I just I don't see any way Samoa Joe wins this match. So that alone makes me uninterested. All right. Speaking of uninterested, we have another <laughs> six man tag team match uh, for the AEW World Trios Championship. It's House of Black uh, versus Billy Gunn. The badass and Billy Gunn. I, I would. I don't know why you'd be uninterested in this. I think it's going to be a pretty cool match. It's going to be man. cool, but I mean, dude, it's just there's so many multi man. Well, matches. I mean, this is the like, best one. Just, if I was only keeping yeah, one, this would be it, man. This yeah. is the one to actually care about. It's for the for the gold. True. You know, Max Caster's cooking up some oh, fire God. for uh, for this crowd of ninety thousand. And imagine? I'm looking forward to seeing House of Black getting out there and just freaking whoop their ass, dude. Like, you know, House of Black's going to put the bricks to these guys. I don't think it's any chance acclaimed um, gets the win, you know, unless Tony Khan just can't resist getting that babyface pop. I see them get the belts. But, you know, House of Black are basically yeah. like babyfaces. They really don't cheat that much, man. They kind of just go out there and kick ass. So I think the crowd's going to be behind them just seeing them do their thing. They're my favorite act oh, in yeah. AEW. Like, I love... You know, I, I love Mox and Hangman. They're still probably my two favorite wrestlers in AEW. But the thing I get most excited to see is when House of Black's coming out because yeah. they're out there to just fuck and, shit dude, up. Dude, and yeah. we're getting badass Billy Gunn. He might come out in the Mister Ass tights again for the last time. Like, true, dude. I'm I am excited <laughs> for this match. I think this is going to be good. I love the acclaimed, and I mean, who doesn't like Billy Gunn and yeah, House of Black? I, I love that Jordan's like, yeah, we're getting Mister <laughs> Ass mean, dude, tights. It, <laughs> you know. I think I put this. This is probably number two behind FTR and Bucks. Yeah, I think this match is going to be awesome. So I don't. Yeah, Sheen. Yeah, Sheen. It's going to be awesome. I'm just, dude. I wasn't specifically talking about this match. I'm just saying, multi man fatigue. I have multi man fatigue. Exactly. It's all just going to be, and you know, and you, (laughs) (laughs) yikes. Um, and you know that, uh, you know that. Tony Khan cannot resist. Like, so there's going to be these multi-man matches and then there's going to be all this fucking like run in uh, situations yep. with like a bunch of other guys coming in and carrying belts. You've never seen. And, yeah. Carrying belts. <laughs> you've never seen. And fucking, you know, having, Honor Southwestern championship. 100% dude. So like, again, I, this wasn't, my comment wasn't reflective of house of black and the acclaimed. It was more just as like, you know, I don't know. I feel like these matches need, we need just some more like singles matches. Dude. I'm or, shocked. Like, you know, I don't know. Big pay per view one on one matches. I'm shocked that there's yeah. no Ring of 100%. Honor titles on the line on the main show. Like I really, th- I think they heard. Uh, I, I think they heard all the the people shitting on Ring of Honor, man. The uh, over the the last couple months, and, and to me, Ring of Honor's kind of taken a little bit of a yeah. backseat. It's definitely felt like it's it's become a lot more of a developmental yeah. brand than I thought it would. Like that that last pay per view they had seemed very very. I'd say it was like below NXT, man, for the overall like star quality mm-hmm. and what they put on. Like I still enjoyed the show, but they I since since kind of like WrestleMania time frame, uh I feel like Ring of Honor's definitely dropped down a few uh you know, a few levels on on TK's report. Yeah. So he got bored with it, you know. He's got yeah, he, he had got a shiny his, new toy. He yeah, got he to got say CM Punk bought, back. Yeah. Yeah. He got to say that he bought ROH and then it I was mean, like, okay, now what that do should do? be the developmental <laughs> so. brand for AEW anyway, yeah. for being serious. Like that yeah. shouldn't be anything more than that. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. 
See, to me, dude, I think it could have been cool with Collision, just make that a Ring of Honor show. I think you yeah. could have elevated Ring of Honor and let CM Punk be in charge of that. And I think that would have helped have two different feels, man. But, you know, I think the Ring of – you're probably right. I think the overall name and, like, the brand value of Ring of Honor has probably dropped down too low to really do that. But I don't know, man. I, Ring of Honor has been around a long-ass time, dude. Through mm-hmm. all its uh, ups and big ups and, and big downs, I man. Think of all the people that have come through Ring of Honor, dude. A ton. Like, just insane a ton a ton all right the main event singles match for the aew world champion bestie versus bestie mjf versus adam cole baby i just oh wow no no i mean no immediate thoughts my biggest problem is i don't want this to end and i just i don't know i I don't think Adam Cole wins it here. I just, I really don't see it happening. I really hope we don't get this match two weeks in a row, though. Because it... Dude, all I know. Yeah, it's like that, dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be, man. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the only way forward, dude. God, dude. I think the only question is who turns on who on Sunday. Ah, <sighs> dude, I just don't want this to be... I really wanted Adam... I think oh, MJF yeah. turns on Cole, dude. I feel like MJF's been such a good baby face. And you know, all and all the kind of breadcrumbs have been pointing in it. Adam Cole being the guy to, to turn. That's kind of where it would be the most logical thing. That's why I think we're gonna go back, you know, MJF heals off heals off on everybody once again and breaks everybody's heart. The the moment I keep going back to, man, that um it, again, this is another thing that could mean nothing, could mean something, is when they did the original contract signing. Remember, Adam Cole just signed it yeah. without even looking at it, right? Didn't even mm-hmm. look at the contract. He just signed it. Um, that could have been something they just did, but I feel like that could be some kind of screwy detail that comes back up and ends up you yeah. know, costing him the match on Sunday for some reason. Um, AEW, for one thing, for all the criticisms of TK's booking, he is big on the details. And they'll they'll yeah. do a little subtlety, right? They're not always going to bash your head on it, right? Like if that was in WWE, we would have gotten like some slow mo dramatic video of yeah. him just signing it without even looking at it, and they'd be, you know, just pounding it into our head that <laughs> he didn't even look at the contract, <laughs> right? Like, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. I think I think MJF's turning, dude. I think I, I seems like most of the people I see on podcasts and or here on podcasts and see online are speculating that Adam Cole, but I just really can't see MJF. Being a baby face, I, I, I still think yeah, same. Adam Cole turns and we get some sort of maybe not the full squad, but I feel like Undisputed Era is going to make some sort of comeback eventually. I just, I don't know, man. The, the whole time they've planted the seeds for MJF to, to go back to being a heel, which makes me feel like it's going to be Adam Cole. Like every time that they almost have a fight, it's because MJF is about to turn heel. I don't know, dude. I think they're going to keep him as a baby face. I do feel like he eventually loses the title. I, I, like I said, I don't think it happens here. Maybe it happens next week, but I don't know, man. I feel like we're winding down the MJF title reign. All right. Any more thoughts on all in? That is the last. I don't think match. we got your prediction for the main event. Shane, who are you saying? I um, say MJF wins. I retains. think MJF yeah. retains. Yeah. I can't see Adam Cole standing tall at, I caught myself. I was like, I can't let like this really, slide. I feel like yeah. they really uh, did what? blow this though. Cause dude, Adam Cole versus like Osprey or Omega at all out would have been 
so much better than this if we're going to get this two weeks in a row. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I'm really disappointed that this is what we're going to end up with for two straight weeks. Don't get me wrong. I love the storyline and stuff. I just, I feel like there was way bigger matches that should have been happening for the title here and next week. So do you think uh, uh, this one disappoints me a little? Do you think if he does win, they're going to use the, uh, the jazz wears toy belt for him? Cause it's that, uh, the original uh, belt is kind of big for him. <laughs> yeah. I am not. <laughs> yeah. I the am original. not ready for yeah. MJF's belt to go away though. That belt does look dope. Yeah. I, I just, they're going to have to shrink it. Like I said, they're going to have to shrink B. it smaller. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> Adam Cole better not come out in some lame ass like Halo oh, he jacket is. like he did when he fought Hangman. He's going to come out with the helmet. You, you know he is. Dude. He's not going to come out just looking cool, dude. He's going to come out trying to like yeah. look like a comic book character. Dude, his best experience ever was when he won the belt against Johnny Gargano and he came yeah. out with just a cut off t shirt, dude. Like, he doesn't need the. That weird nah, ill fitting leather the, uh, jacket, or yeah. especially that, that Halo, he never like a bigger door. The jacket was huge. <laughs> like in it. I think he should come out with his hair yeah. braided like British Bulldog had his hair braided. That'd be <laughs> fucking awesome. That'd be cool. That would be, that cool. would be funny. He could yeah. have like the cape thing, but it's just like the black and yellow, and, like Adam and by Cole. Cape, you, yeah, Adam Adam Cole needs to stop and by trying cape, to make jackets. Like happen. a double XL That's shirt. That's not going to work for him. Do you think they could? Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they pay Linux Lewis. You think they could remix uh, British Bulldogs theme into his somehow? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I I would be willing to bet though, knowing as much of a mark as and a fan TK is. I would not be surprised if they end up running back the exact finish yeah. of Bretton Bulldog in the oh, main event. Oh, God. I could see like, that. Somehow no, they get to that yeah. that pinning combination. I mean, oh, gonna be, don't gonna act be like Joe you and- wouldn't mark out if they did it. I would, man. That's It's really been unused. The only time I remember seeing that finish in a, in a big match was at the original All-In, coincidentally enough. That's what Cody used to pin Nick Aldis for the, the NWA Championship. That would be first Joe All and Punk. In, so, they yeah, it would, be, it would be cool. They should just go full on, full on tribute to that match, dude. Basically, just you know, reenact that match with those two guys. You know, Lennox Lewis could walk out, Adam Cole. Um, you know, Adam Cole could get freaking uh, cooked out of his mind on coke <laughs> the uh, the night before the match and completely yeah. forget every high spot that they uh, yeah. that they planned. I'm MJF, fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> Max, I'm fucked. <laughs> Max, I'm fucked. Yeah. That would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> We need to have what we really got to have happen is on the pre-show, like on zero hour, have some fans outside the ring, and one of them hit us with that. Adam Cole's going to win, whether he wants to or not. <laughs> like, let's really lean into the SummerSlam '92 nostalgia because any any wrestling fan over the age of thirty loves that event. Like, yeah. you just you can't watch that event and not just be enchanted. It's that's on the short list of like. Um, pay-per-views I would show somebody who's not into wrestling. I'm just disappointed they haven't added fan. Nails versus Virgil um, to this show yet. <laughs> yeah, Nails is back in the back in the mix, man. Let's get him in there, dude. Let's do uh just overall stoke level on the event, man. We'll we'll go around the horn. Are you guys are you guys all in? Are you half in? Are you part of the way in or are you not in? Or are you just a tip? Just a tip. Yeah, just a tip. <laughs> or are you not in on the uh, on the show for Sunday? Mar- Marco, where are you at with it, man? How far in are you on the uh, I am on just show? a tip. Just like, no, I'm joking. No, I'm, um, I'm, wow. uh, I think I'm halfway in. Um, I'm excited for the show itself. I'm excited for, you know, everyone that's going to be a part, be able to be a part of like, Something like this without, you know, going to the WWE without experiencing like a, a WrestleMania or something like that. So like, you know, like the Eddie Kingston's and, 
and all those guys that you know that are going to get to like be a part of this big crowd. So I'm, sure. I'm super excited. I'm more excited about that than anything. Like the actual like event itself, not so much the matches. To me, that's secondary. I'm more like you know we're witnessing history right now. Um, that's what I'm more excited about than mm-hmm. anything. So that's why I'm saying halfway in, um, only because you know, like I said, it's a mo- it's a moment. As uh, as Sheena and Michael Cole like to say, yeah, all the time, Maggle. <laughs> I am uh, I'm almost all the way in. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not balls deep on it. Still got a little bit left hanging back, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm stoked, dude. It's a big part of that is just the fact that it is yeah. a Sunday afternoon show. I love daytime wrestling; it's the best. Um, so that's got me excited. To just get set up on the back porch. We gotta, gotta figure out what we're gonna make. We need to get us some Fashion proper chips. food going for it. Um. Yeah, that would be nice. That's dude. not bad. That is a good idea. Um, Take my ass to the farmers market tomorrow. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so so that's that pumps it up, and I think I, I just want to see the spectacle of it. Also, I all things you know, as much as I criticize some of the build and some of the setup on these matches, I do think it's going to be a fun show. And like we mentioned, they almost always deliver on pay per view. So I, I'm almost all the way in. Uh, Jordan, yeah, how about dude. You? I, like I said before, the crowd alone is going to make this a spectacle. Um, do I think the card's a little lacking? Yeah. Do I feel like should have had a better build to this? Absolutely. But I'm still all in on this, dude. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Um, dude, the crowd at Money in the Bank was incredible, and it's like a quarter of this size. Like, what? I, I'm just trying to like wrap my head around what this is going to be like. I mean, I, I think it's going to be awesome. I, I, I really have high hopes for this. Will the matches all deliver? Probably not, but it, it's still going to be fun to watch. I mean. It's going to be 80,000 Phil Dunnett. God, I hope not. Mind, dude. <laughs> WWE's got to be just kicking themselves. They didn't run Wembley for Money in the Bank, man. They yeah. definitely, I don't, yeah. I just don't they could have, that. dude. Yeah, they, they totally could have. have. Uh, all right, Sheena, where are you at on this one? I'm all in. I'm cautiously optimistic. I think, you know, this, like, like Michael, or like uh, Marco said, I like to say, uh, freaking, it's a moment, dude. So um, I, I'm here to enjoy it. I'm going to go into it with, you know, no preconceived notions. I'm not going to, you know, think that Tony Khan's going to do what Tony Khan always does. And I'm just going to hope hey, that he. Okay. It hey, off. I saw, I All saw right. something that, that it's ahead, funny that you guys just said something about WWE running Wembley. I saw somebody with like a fan theory yesterday. What if Tony Khan paid Wembley not to let WWE run it since Tony Khan has a, Premier League team. What if he paid them not to let WWE Ooh. run that venue? Yeah, that would be pretty yeah, cool. Fulham, Fulham, so, right? I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, honestly, dude. Like, I mean, the soccer community is a, a close community, and I mean, he could have just told them, hey, we'll run this show, but you can't let WWE use this venue. Yeah, that'd be pretty wild if it came out, man. I uh, that, that that would be pretty. I wouldn't mm-hmm. put it past. It's a wrestling biz. Anything is possible. Let's get into the weekly beverage break. It's time for the weekly beverage break where we tell you guys what we are sipping on as we pod. Sheena, get it kicked off. I am sipping on an iced coffee. Real um, original for you guys. Trying to keep myself awake. I fell asleep putting uh, Stella to sleep tonight. And, you know, so I'm waking myself back up. 
This is like the eighth straight podcast. Yeah, I thought you were just taking a month off from drinking. This has swelled into like six months now. People don't like quitters. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody likes a quitter. All right, I'm just Jordan, keeping a classic drinking, tonight with a bush light. Um, I just came off a four-day bender in Denver for a bachelor party, so I got to really uh, keep oh, yeah. it. Oh, you got to detox the liver. Just drink yeah, some bush I mean, light This detox. is really helping. It's really running through my veins, so we're doing well today. Well, stay tuned. Okay, I know I've been like, you know, sober Sally for the last like, you know, eight weeks or whatever. Um, but the holidays are coming. Spooky season is coming. I'm going to have some some fun cocktails. We need to have a discussion. We need to have some talks about this weather, though. Like, dude, spooky season's coming. It's 120 degrees. I can't put Halloween decorations out. They're going to fucking melt. This is bullshit. It's Did you guys see that uh, speaking of like weird sort of, uh, you know, savory drinks, did you guys see that KFC is putting out their own rum? Chicken oh. flavored? Interesting. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to. So it's Dead Man's Fingers. Wow. This is KFC 11 Herbs really and Spiced think- Rum. So it's a handmade rum blend. It says it's inspired by their iconic 11 Herbs and Spices. Uh Black yeah. and white pepper together. Go wow. back, go down. What else? So here, we can reveal Dead Man's Fingers. It's made by Dead Man's Fingers. That's the name of the company making it. It's a perfect balance of KFC herbs and spices, including black and white pepper, together with the freshly fried goodness of their golden breading that makes their chicken taste so good. Infused with the unmistakable notes of Dead Man Fingers spiced rum, the new creation also has whispers of creamy caramel, vanilla, treacle, toffee, Ooh. and nutmeg. I was thinking This sounds delicious. Fingers. I'm going to try this. I think yeah. I've given some... I think I gave a girl the the dead man's fingers once. Man, (laughs) wow. (laughs) It's only only available in the UK. God damn it, Phil. Buddy Phil. Grab it for us. How is Kentucky Fried Chicken only doing a collaboration in the freaking UK, dude? That's some bullshit. KFC's like actually a way bigger deal overseas than it is in America, even though it's like, a, you know, it's kind of just like whatever in America. I don't think anybody's ever like super hyped to get KFC. KFC is huge in other countries. It's like the, one of the most popular like American restaurants, huh. especially in like the Asian countries and stuff. And if you look, they always have some crazy menu. Oh, items sure. Popeye's blend. <laughs> That'll set you on fire, bro. That's going to be like Popeye's like <laughs> blend of fireball. <laughs> I'm uh, keeping it basic too, man. I'm finishing up a Miller White right now, and then I'm gonna pop the top. Of the- I got a Corona icing down in this little mini cooler Sheena got for us. Yeah, uh, at an estate there. sale. It's a vintage party time cooler. It's like from the freaking '60s. It's dope. I'm uh, sipping dude? on a, uh, a a Steve Austin's Broken Skull Double IPA. I was actually able to find uh, some. They're they're very they're becoming very scarce for some reason. So really. Yeah, Damn, in, my, in my area. Last time I was in Texas, they had the it's it, last time I was in Texas, they only had the double IPA in stock. The lager and the really? regular was was gone. But I got the last packs they had. Yeah. So I don't know. Is I haven't you you guys remember we discovered on the pod that they were brewing the um the regular broken skull IPA in, in Virginia. Virginia Beach. And I think there was a I can't remember. I want to say somebody had found a third location yeah. they were brewing it at. I haven't seen that with the lager or the double IPA. I think they're only coming out of El Segundo right now. So that might explain why. uh, This is um, Connecticut. Two Roads Brewing Company. What brewery? Stratford, Connecticut. Oh, shit. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. It was New Realm was where they were at Virginia Beach, which New Realm's a big-ass brewery. Like, it's like... 
it's almost big enough. Like you can't really call it even like a microbrewer craft brewery. It's like a, you know, a whole ass beer company. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's really interesting that they do that. It, it was always weird to me that they never advertised that at all. Like it's, it's, yeah. I don't even know why they even bother putting it on the can. You would think you, you could find a blurb on social media or on the website, you know, like proudly partnering yeah. with them to yeah, bring our, yeah, to bring our beers, you know, further away. But yeah, that's, that's weird that they kind of keep it low key, except for that little mm-hmm. bitty line on the cans. All right, uh, let's get into the figure four. guys this is the figure four where we get you the latest and greatest in wrestling figure news not a whole lot just a couple little items to get to you this week um want to remind you this segment and the entire show is brought to you by our good friends at ringside collectibles use code chick foley to save 10 percent on all your figure purchases so uh wrestling figure news source on twitter is kind of my go-to what guides this discussion on the you know the the items we're going to talk about first up the Asylum All-Stars. So this is the line of WWE superstars uh, slash Remco style figures that um, Asi- the Asylum Wrestling Store is putting out. They showed some pictures of their future concepts. It showed the red shoulder pad, Legion of Doom. You know, the black shoulder pad, Road Warriors mm-hmm. are coming in Series 1. We got another Scott Norton and Buff Bagwell, a Sergeant Slaughter, Eddie Guerrero, and his Japanese um, alter ego, Tiger Mask, and Heel Tatanka. Yes, you guys see this picture? Awesome. These look great. They look pretty cool. Yeah. I'm most excited for that heel Tatanka, dude. Like, that's like the figure I, I never knew I needed, but now I feel like I got to have it in my collection. That yeah, thing looks awesome. These are really good. These, these all look good. I'm, I'm, this is one I'm not going to pass on. I'm going to get this whole set. Yeah. I love the Superstars line. It's so much fun. They posted uh, a few weeks back, they posted a scale picture. These things are going to scale perfectly with your Superstars. And I think it's a lot of fun, man. You know, the has. Hasbro uh, like figure form is what's getting all the love from the indie toy makers, but I love seeing some of these, man. I feel like these would be like even easier to make. Aside from Bendums, mm-hmm. these probably be, like some of the easiest kind of figures to make, but they look really, really good. What's your thoughts, Shane? Yeah, I think they look great too. Those sort of warriors look sick, dude. Yeah, they do. They look really cool. They're gonna look awesome next to the the black shoulder pads that are coming in series one. So yeah, I got series one pre ordered. Hopefully, we see those uh, you know sooner rather than later. And I'm definitely going to get series two as well as long as unless something goes crazy wrong with those series one figures when we get them. Uh, I'm all in on this line. So also going on sale Friday, August 29th at Mattel creations, the latest retro set. Like boys, what do you think of this? It, to me, this is the Not best retro close, set. Yeah. They put it's out. by far the best re- oh, the yeah, retro definitely. set. This is awesome. We got Undertaker with the Phantom of the Opera mask, Vader, Paul Bearer, and Jerry the King Lawler. The King is probably the the one I'm least excited about that set, and it's still an absolutely outstanding figure. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I like the Phantom mask Undertaker yeah, too. He's the coolest, looks freaking dude. Sick, dude. He's the coolest man. I've already, you know, guys, tell me if I, if I'm a psycho. I'm thinking about. Yeah, you, you, don't even, you don't even need to okay, ask the question. Right. Yeah, it's a, a well, unanimous. Tell me what you guys yeah. think of this idea. Is this doing too much? I am thinking about getting a second Gobbledygooker and Undertaker set, getting the Legends Series Nine Undertaker mm-hmm. with the Phantom Mask. Okay. You know, this is what yep. I'm talking about. The one that released, I think, 2020, and the first Ultimate okay. Edition Undertaker. Okay. 
I'm going to take the arms off the first Ultimate Edition Undertaker, put it on the Ultimate Edition Undertaker that comes with the Gobbledygooker pack, swap the heads from the, and then take the head, the gloves, and the boots from the Legend Series 9 Undertaker and put it on there to make a perfect uh, black huh. and purple Ultimate yes, Edition. Yes, you are a psycho, but it sounds cool. I like it. Uh, then my only concern, I think I'm going to hit up Ivy's custom figgies, Ivan Milanovic and the, uh, the Foley fam. I think I'm going to hit him up. I'm concerned about the boots. I'm not a hundred percent sure if elite boots and ultimate edition boots have the same, oh, yeah. uh, you know, peg holes, that's right. you know, last thing you mm-hmm. want. Is a, yeah. a peg that's too big for the hole. That's what she said. Um, or Wait, vice versa. Yeah, you yeah. don't want your peg hole to get too big. Well, it, that is true. Well, that's also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, a peg, a, the, the peg being slightly <laughs> too big for the hole isn't the worst thing. The worst is if the peg is too small. Then you really um, gotta, oh yeah, it's got some problems. <laughs> Nobody's feeling anything. Yeah, it's it's all loose, dude. It's all loose. It'll just come out, dude. It's like no issue. Like, yeah, you'll, you'll, that ain't what you want, dude. So, you I don't know. Over. I'm thinking about it, man. I'm going to, I, I got to see what this, uh, I, I'm going to do a, I'm going to take that first Ultimate Edition when it comes in, when I get it and, see how the arms look on there. If the arms look like they work okay, I think I'm going to I'm gonna go through with it, man. But yeah, I just I love Black and Purple Undertaker. That was my favorite one out of all his different iterations. How about you guys? Yeah. What's your yeah. favorite Taker? Oh, 100%. yeah, same. Black and Purple. Yeah. Uh, totally random, but since you're talking about Mattel Creations, um, Alan, one of our Foley fan members, posted that Mattel Creations launched um, all the NFL teams in little people form. I don't know if you guys know what little people are, but... Um, I love them. I think they're like they're the neat. cutest little like figures ever. I think they're actually like as cute as like Funko Pops. Um, but they did every NFL team and they all come in little four packs. So you get like a fan, you get like two football players and I think like a cheerleader or something like that. They're all they're all different per team. But with NFL season kicking off, um, if you're a collector or if you have little kids, um, you know, I think it's a cute little gift idea. So remember for Brett's second birthday, yeah. we got him that Macho the Man Macho and, and Warrior set. Yeah. I was bummed. Dude, I was so that was, sad they didn't do that. That was the only WWE release. They my did. wife, my so wife cool. got that for me. Yes, for I think my birthday or yeah, it, it's nice, right? Like the like the little figures are cool, and the packaging yeah. was like so nice. Like little yeah. people figures just feel good in your hand. They're like they're like sturdy. Like uh, I just I just I'm kind of with you, man. I think I think that was a good you know hot take, man. I think little people are better yeah. than than Funkos. Yeah, Jordan's about <laughs> to quit the show. I know he's about to <laughs> hang up. All yeah. right. Speaking of Funkos, uh, this was a little over a week ago, but you know we didn't take the regular show last week. The newest batch of WWE Funkos. We got a, a 2022 edition of John Cena. We got the man they call Vader. Uh, a modern day Rock. Ravishing Rick Rude, circa SummerSlam 1990. Triple Triple H Skull King with the throne. The Usos and Steve Austin with the Zamboni. How, where, where are you guys at with oh. this set? At least Funko Usos knows how to separate sick. the Usos. <laughs> I know. That's how is true. it that Funko can do That's a better facts. job keeping their, you know, well, we actually got Jimmy, Jimmy and Uso. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Yeah, so it's Jamie not, not the Jay Uso two-pack. I think I'm getting all of these except for probably the Rock and Cena. I think all that the rest Stone of them are Stone Cold Zamboni yeah. is absolutely incredible. Like, that. that's that's a first day yeah, buy. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah, the Triple These H looks all... awesome too. The Usos look great. Yeah, the, the Usos, Usos are probably awesome. my favorite of the set. I mean, the Rock and Cena look cool, but I already yeah. have enough Cenas, and I, you know, I got the the old school Rock. I think I'm good. I don't think I'd necessarily need a yeah. modern Rock in ring gear in my I, uh, in my collection. He looks like yeah. a little baby, doesn't he? Like in that, he just looks I, like a 
don't I know. can't believe it took us this long yeah, to get yeah, a Vader like- Funko, dude. It, it's awesome. Yeah, that is. And what yeah. about the Usos, a, dude? Yeah. Like, yeah. How, have how have we not we had, had the Usos? Yeah, like, how have we not school, had like old school like, go war hard, paint? Yeah, the yeah. Go Hard and the Paint Usos would have been perfect for Funkos, man. And even not counting on those, I mean, they've been the the Samoa gangsters for yeah. going on seven years Day at one-ish. this point. Yeah, I don't know. It's that is kind of weird that we haven't had them yet. I still want to know. I have. I, did, I even actually did some Google deep diving on this to see if there was some weird licensing thing. I can't find anything. I want to know how in the hell. We only have one Ultimate Warrior Funko in almost ten years of this line. Like, how is yeah, that that's possible? Strange, dude. Jordan, come on, dude. You're the Funko expert. I don't give, know, give dude. Funko is not. I mean, they've done a couple Hogan's. They haven't done a ton of them. I mean, I think there's yeah. three, three Hogan's, maybe four Hogan's. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe the licensing is different for um, Funkos than it is like Mattel. I, I don't know. Uh-huh. I could. That's that's the only explanation because. Ultimate Warrior Funkos, they could do a whole set of them and people would buy all of them. Like, oh, yeah. Aren't they, aren't they, uh, isn't Funko like, did they announce they're like kind of like scaling back on the well, amount of like licensing and stuff like that? Back, it doesn't seem like sure. they're scaling yeah. back on WWE. But I mean, well, no, they're just on like, no. But even, but I mean, this has like been over the years though. I mean, I can't believe, I mean, the first Warrior, I yeah. mean, that was in the He's first the set, first right? Series. It was in the first, the first series. Box. Yeah, so the fact that in all these years that Funko's been doing WWE that we haven't yeah, gotten more Warriors is just, like, astonishing. But, yeah, they're definitely cutting back now. I don't know. I mean, I think they're just Licensing. cutting back a lot of their, like, less, like, yeah. their more niche they're lines. They're not going to, like, give yeah. every single, like, you know, pop culture thing a... Uh, a Funko yeah. Pop, they get a exactly. If yeah, if you exist, if you exist in the world, Dude, your, your possibility of having a pop is pretty high. I remember back when we were deep in the Funko game, it was always the anime ones that like blew my mind. Like yeah. we'd be at Hot Topic, and there would just be stacks and you know hundreds of Funkos that I had never even heard no of. idea Dude, they, what they were from, man. Like, and I feel like I'm pretty up. These on have pop trading. They had trading places. The movie Trading Places. Funko Pops. Like, why do you need... <laughs> who's going in and buying a freaking... Yeah, who's going in and buying a freaking Trading Places Pop? Who's going Who's going in and saying, dude, you know what? I really yeah, need I fucking need, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis I need from, Dan Aykroyd from dressed as Santa right as, a, as a Funko Pop. Dude, the anime <laughs> yeah. ones are the ones that always, like, sell out when they do limited releases, though. I feel like... Because I always get, like, a yearly... Um, like, questionnaire about Funkos and stuff from the Funko website, and I'm like, dude... We don't need any more Stranger Things pops. Like, come on, dude. We're at like pop number 400 of Stranger Things. Like, yeah. how the hell am I supposed to have a complete set of Stranger Things pops? Like, I don't need 87 Dustins. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking relax a little bit here. <laughs> they've got, yeah, they've gotten insane on that. Like, I remember back when I, because I was trying to collect all of the Game of Thrones pops, and even that, like, you know, I was just like, wow, dude, like, I'm never going to have. Even the like, wrestling pops, there's a ton, dude. Mm-hmm. I used to be a completionist on them, but I tapped out about the, a year and a half ago. I think the biggest problem the that happened pops. with Funko yeah. is they tried to, because I liked the limited releases and stuff when they would do those. Like, it, it felt more important when you actually got through on one of them. Now it just seems like they want everybody to get through it. To me, that kind of ruins it. I mean, that's not what Funkos were supposed to be about. Yeah. It was supposed to be like, I mean, when they first released the Office Pops, like that, the Jim Halpert three hole punch that they put on Funko Shop, I mean, it was so limited that it was gone in like three minutes off the site. And, it maxed out. I think it was like 200 bucks at one time. I don't know how much it is now, but I mean, I think that's what made the Funkos great. And I think AEW is doing the exact same thing with these rare 
figures where it's one of 3000, but it's really one of like 25,000. I, yeah, there's flood in the market. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, the, uh, the people do collectors bitch and complain about it. And trust me, I bitched about it, man. When it's hard to get stuff or something sells out and you miss out. But dude, that's what fucking drives that collecting, feeds, man. Yeah, that feeds that the collection. That is what drives it, dude. Yeah. That's why you see, you know, a, look at a company like Supreme. They drop the dumbest yep. shit, dude. Supreme has they some do. of the dumbest fucking product <laughs> drops you've ever seen, and the shit sells out for sky high prices just because it's so scarce. And it's a fucking it's a flex just to have Air the Force fucking ones. Supreme, you know money case the supreme yeah. fucking pencil box dude like whatever dude the supreme, supreme fucking fender guitar dude like there's no <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly the supreme <laughs> brick dude like the dumbest shit because it, it ain't even about the it ain't even about the item the flex is just that i was able to get this thing that almost nobody else was man yeah. and that's that's been a part of the collecting going back to the fucking you know the 20s and 30s with yes, baseball the, cards it's, it just it's is. that fucking i agree everybody deserves a trophy culture that's going on everybody deserves funko yeah. like let's make sure nobody feels left out fucking stupid man it ruins it yeah the pain of the pain, the pain of, of loss, the pain dude. of missing yeah. out is what makes it that much sweeter when you get it dude like you know i remember from our how many sneaker, sneaker i was gonna say how many dude, sneaker drops did we when miss you get out that on, pair of shoes in your hand dude it's like all right i fucking won today was a win dude and you know like like we've been talking 50 cent on the uh the last few episodes, you know, sunny days wouldn't be special. For the rain, <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's facts, dude. Yeah. It's very simply put, but that's the facts, man. Like you got to have a little bit of pain mixed in to make that. Speaking like of sunny days. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we could go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. All right. One last bit of figure news. Uh, Epic toys, the company that took over the shit show from Chella last year, they put the uh, demolition and powers yeah. of pain up for pre-orders in their wrestling megastars line. These look awesome. I actually passed on demolition. I gave them a really strong look, but you know, I don't really need demolition in this face paint. As cool as it'd be to have them with the entrance gear, I, I passed on demolition because there was no crush, man. I think if they had had crush, if, or if we would known there was a crush on the way with the same look, mm. I probably would have pulled the trigger. But I passed on demolition and just went with the uh, powers of pain for pre-order. Same. How about you guys? I just same. did powers of pain. You got as much as people shit on crush with demolition. To, in my mind, when I think of them, it's always a three-man group at this point. I, I always mm-hmm. liked crush. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Did anybody add anything cool to their collection the the last week? Uh, my have? Usos came in today, so that was a nice, nice yeah. little surprise today. Those are fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. As much as we've bagged on the heads, I thought once I had them in hand, now the box they're yeah, still pretty mine, cool uh, figures. I got mine last week. So, but that and um, and I actually went to the. Uh, the major pod live 17 show that they did on Sunday. Um, and they announced nice. nice. That's like your third yeah. major pod yeah. show, right? Calhoun's uh, right. Saugus and August, as they like to say, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, also, they announced <laughs> that, uh, in uh, series four of the big rubber guys will be none other than macho man, Randy Savage and Andre, the giant with the singlet. Yeah, yeah, that so Andre looks awesome. Said none of that. I love that the look of that Andre. They said he's going to be yep. tall too. Remember that the old school LJN Andre's always had the yep. knees bent, so he was short down a little they bit. I think for be, the for the bubble, but it looks yeah, like he's going to be a, lot, like a larger size, larger than the other uh, big rubber guys, and they're not. He's not going to have uh, just like the tighties and have the singlet, um, which is actually going to be pretty cool. They said the uh, 
the Macho Man's going to stay true to the original one. So I'm kind of curious to see how they do that. But yeah, that was uh, that was pretty uh, exciting that they uh, that they got those two licenses. So makes you wonder what happened with uh, Mattel and, and Macho Man now, and that and that whole licensing thing that happened. Did you guys see that a uh, at least one Ultimate yeah. Edition Macho really? Man made it out to the wild? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a custom. On, someone uh, just like made. I'll send. Yeah, I, think yeah, I kept thinking like maybe it's a custom. Dude. It's not a custom. I, I'm about to send you guys pictures. It's definitely not. Definitely not a custom. I will. Like it made it in stores, or someone got it delivered chat, to them, or somebody got it off the black market, dude. But here's the interesting. Here's the thing that makes me think that there's a ton of these sitting somewhere. They paid two fifty for it, dude. Two fifty was the. Uh, the price of this thing. So check out, go to the, go to the group chat on, uh, on Instagram. I, on the one hand, knowing that these exist makes me want a little bit more, but actually seeing it, I've cooled off a little bit. Cause it's, I mean, it's really not that much of a upgrade on the first one, unless, unless you're going to pose it with the jacket off. It looks basically like the same figure, but it does got those really cool wristbands and the, um, the shirt that he wore at the start of the match, which looks great. That's we, ne- you know, we never actually saw that soft, good Ooh. shirt. In all the, the um, look dope. in all the hype, you know, when it was coming out, we only ever saw that one shot of it with the jacket. But that shirt does look tremendous, man. Um, but you know, I, I'm confident this thing's going to come out. I think they got to get it sorted out, dude. They can't be beefing with Macho Man. They got they got to get huh. that shit worked mm-hmm. out, right? It does look real. <sighs> gonna need it. It's I I, I think it's re- and it's from a col- yeah. it's from a guy that has a ton of. Yeah. Uh, if you go to re- wrestling with customs, is the account. Funny thing is, he had posted those and he already got he already took them down. So I don't know if he got, you know, a stern yeah. talking to you from from action figure Bill. attack or or Bill. But um, but yeah, dude definitely uh, definitely got rid of that post. The post was only up for, you know, maybe uh maybe an hour or so huh. and then it got deleted. But wrestling with customs is the uh, is the name of it. But so this guy's got the Muhammad Ali that had red socks that we saw from the original uh reveal that he's got a couple of chief j strong bows uh, he's got that that legend sting that got canceled you probably bought yours <laughs> yeah he may buy my <laughs> chief j strong bow. and he's got that kurt angle best of attitude era that never came out if you go to his ig account his top two posts his top two posts that are pinned is that legend sting that was canceled and the best of attitude era kurt angle that was canceled so this guy's definitely got uh some money some connections or most likely both but he managed to get one of those. And like I said, not, I mean, 250 is a shitload of money to spend for a wrestling figure, but that's not, you would expect to spend more for something like yeah. that that was canceled. So I think that there's, I think there's a ton of those that are out there. And from here in action figure attack talk, I think it's just a matter of when, not if we yeah, actually do get I'll that. Keep figure, my defining but. moments in the, uh, cause I have the warrior too as well. Yeah. Yeah. The defining moments one is fine. It's not a, it would be a cool upgrade, but it's not necessary. If anybody wants to, uh, to see those pokes, those pictures, just slide in the DMs for for me or Sheena, and we'll we'll shoot them over, dude. Because yeah, they uh, they definitely exist. At least one one of those macho macho men made it out to the wild. Um, for us, we got the Usos. Uh, that's really it, though. It's been kind of quiet on the uh, figure front. We've been busy. Celeb- we basically spent the last week celebrating the Bretman's sixth birthday, so haven't been doing a ton on the collecting. And looking forward to this Sunday, uh, Gobbledygooker and that Undertaker are supposed to be here, and I'm freaking mm-hmm. stoked for those. Yeah, they've been sitting in our like Amazon like <laughs> order list for months. Yeah, I think was that March when they yeah. uh, like WrestleMania weekend when those came, or was it? It may have been prior to that. I think dude. it might have been before that, dude. Yeah, mine yeah, will super, be here super tomorrow. Stoked for those. Oh, nice. nice. 
Mine are showing Sunday. I'm hoping it's one of those Amazon ones where sometimes it just randomly updates and it's like out for delivery. But as of right I now, reordered mine because mine kept saying like next week. So I just canceled that order and reordered it. And now it's going to be here tomorrow. So sometimes Hell I'm yeah. impatient with these things. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, hit the retro wrestling recommendation. All right, the wrestling retro wrestling recommendation of the week is brought to you by Chalkline. You can use code PF10 at Chalkline to save on all your purchases. But we can't kick off the uh, retro wrestling recommendation without asking the heel husband which of his 60 pair of Chalkline shorts he is wearing for tonight's episode. So heel husband, what you got? I am rocking the red Nature Boy Ric Flair shorts tonight, which is fitting because... Uh, I'm going with that Great American Bash 1989 match that I mentioned at the start of the show, Terry Funk versus Ric Flair. Uh, really, you can watch that whole pay-per-view, but if you uh, if you want to just dial it in, if you're on your lunch break or something and just looking for a match to watch, check out Ric Flair and Terry Funk from that one. It, it's a banger. Yeah, I'm going to go with, obviously, SummerSlam 1992. Go back, watch it. Watch the old Wembley, as it were, um, and uh, get your get your uh, mouth watering for uh, you know mm, this weekend. Mm. Uh, I went with an edge match um, just in honor of last Friday night. So I went with edge versus Mick Foley from WrestleMania 22, their hardcore match. That's incredible. So definitely go back and watch that. All right. And Marco, what do you got? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Terry Funk as well. I'm going back to uh, uh, August 20th of 1995 in Kawasaki stadium in Japan. It was uh, the IWA. They hosted a eight-man elimination called the the King of the Deathmatch Tournament. Um, yeah, yep, I actually tape. have the uh, DVD um, of it of the full tournament, and uh, the final match is between um, Terry Funk and and Cactus Jack at the time, and it's like a no rope barbed wire explosive uh, time bomb deathmatch or something like that. So. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you, I mean, I'm not sure if it's on YouTube or, or uh, you could probably find stuff like that. You probably got a better chance of getting it on oh, like Daily, Daily Motion. Motion. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you got a lot of stuff that's kind of uh, you know they're a little bit more liberal with the copyright material over uh, over YouTube. We're getting on eBay. You can find that DVD. There's a to get an official copy of that. It's gonna be kind of pricey. Yeah. But there's a ton of bootleg copies yeah, of I that got- DVD available on eBay. Legendary. I know Mick Foley's talked about that match that. When he was getting ready for his flight home, he said he could still smell his oh, like, yeah. flesh burning. Yeah, he uh, actually when uh was it WrestleMania thirty? They did like a there was like a they did like a signing. Terry Funk, he was like uh he he was signing stuff, and actually the the DVD that I bought came with like a um like a, a glossy version of the Piece ticket of, skin. Of, <laughs> of the actual like uh, ticket <laughs> from the event, and he actually signed it That's for cool. me, which is actually pretty cool so that's cool um yeah that uh yeah if you could definitely watch the whole tournament it's a it's a one day tournament which is uh it's 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 pretty insane pretty wild i love, man, I love a good oh, yeah i love a good one day yeah tournament. i remember watching that watching that tape as a kid was just mind-blowing man that's when back when i was in my super hard before i went before i really like you know got into girls and stuff <laughs> i was super deep into the hardcore wrestling get those ecw yeah, tapes exactly. and all that stuff and yeah i remember being 
11, 12 years old watching that King of the Deathmatch tournament and just being mind blown going out and trying to recreate How did with nobody figures. recommend uh, Terry Funk's promo on Dusty Rhodes where he calls him an egg-sucking dog like three times? You're an egg-sucking <laughs> dog. Yeah, <laughs> Dusty sucks right. eggs. Go back and watch that. I thought I strongly considered I strongly considered the WrestleMania 14 dumpster match with Hell Texas yeah. Jack and Chainsaw Charlie against mm-hmm. the New Age Outlaws because mm-hmm. that's a badass match. But I just, I couldn't bring myself to recommend a Chainsaw Charlie oh, yeah. match over. A I almost went with uh, him and uh, Steamboat from uh, I think it was it was a Clash of Champions Seven. Yeah, yeah I, think that I almost went with that one because that was actually yeah. really yeah. Uh, that was actually a really good match. It was like you know pure baby face versus you know pure heel. Uh, situation. I think that's kind of like one of his like underrated uh, matches that he's had. So, yeah, eighty nine to like mid ninety one WCW is yeah. my jam, dude. Like it's it's kind of right there after like ninety six, ninety seven WWF for like my favorite ever. Like it's really, really good. It got a little bit after Vader kind of moved out of the the main event picture. It got a little bit goofy, man. But it uh, yeah, it, it that that stuff was awesome, dude. Like I I, I love that era of WCW. Uh, so yeah, that's some really, really great choices for retro recommendation. I, I'm kind of pumped up to go watch some wrestling. I kind of want to fire up all those matches when we get done taping tonight. She and you down to watch some wrestling. <laughs> she's like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm better get another down. iced coffee. It is, cur- it is, cur- yeah, it is currently uh, eleven twenty-two. This is uh, beyond <laughs> my bedtime. You're ready to get in the mailbag, huh? Yeah. Yes. All right, let's hit listener mail, and then we will uh, go home. All right, first question comes in from the man extra cooler himself, Nick Camia. He says, on a scale of one I to two. We, I, I thought we was Camia. No, 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 Yes, Camia, and you you butchered it last time, and he came in with the assist and told me that I was correct. So uh, extra cooler says, on a scale of one to ten, how sick is FTR's gear going to be? Um, for those who don't know, Extra Cooler has mm. designed um, several pieces for um, you know many wrestlers at this point, but uh, FTR specifically, he's designed some of their shirts and their trunks and stuff like that. So super cool! I can't wait to see what Nick has cooked up for. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be like yeah, a fifteen, probably. Yeah, that's he what. Al- he also designed uh, Matt Cardona's Indie God here, which is yeah. you know probably the most iconic yeah. look at this point of all the things he's done. That's since his gimmick for sure. Left WWE, so yeah, very. Yep. Um, Conrad Smith, what do you think of MJF? Uh, and well, we've already talked about this. Yeah, yeah, we already basically asked thoughts about uh, MJF and Adam Cole in the pre-show. Yeah, I think yeah. we're all kind of, you know, a mix of being it's decent idea to sell some pay-per-views, but yeah, it's he agreed not they worth could, the risk. Yeah, not worth the risk and injury and stuff like that. So, Tony Barker, how soon after All In does WWE step in and run WrestleMania in London just to one up w- or AEW? <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I, I really don't think they're doing it. I don't know. Well, they I, they already did that John yeah. Cena thing when John Cena came out and uh, yeah, that re- was just that was just to get the fans riled up. They are not running WrestleMania yeah. in London. <laughs> Maybe SummerSlam or Survivor Series. They are not running WrestleMania in London, dude. I think the big thing is, dude. I think. I think they want to have WrestleMania in primetime, dude. Even though like the daytime yeah. views are a hit. Yeah, we see it just in the live thread. Just look at like the comment accounts on like the mm-hmm. live threads that we do in the Facebook group. There's just people who are doing stuff during the day on the weekends, man. Yeah. And I think, you know, WrestleMania is the culmination of it. I think they want to have it in primetime and there's just no way to do it when it's overseas. So they could do yeah. it. I you know what I think they could possibly do? Experiment with the two dice. WrestleMania format have night one be in London and night two is somewhere in the States. 
You know what I mean? Do you, That's a lot well, of jet already sounds, lag and traveling. It already sounds like you, they're doing Minnesota after Philadelphia, so it's going to be at least two years yeah. if they do it. I think if, I, I think I could see London being like like I said, do one night in London with maybe not the full WrestleMania production. Like you could just put it in a giant stadium and it's still going to look That's huge. <laughs> and then night two in the states, kind of get best. That way, they could still get the full WrestleMania shine, but you can put that check in the box for doing a WrestleMania in London. All right, Tony also says, in your opinion, who is the greatest wrestler to ever come from Ooh. the United Kingdom? Dang! Um, greatest sports entertainer was the British, British Bulldog. Bulldog. Yeah, greatest wrestler was the Dynamite Kid. Facts, yeah. I think Dynamite Kid is for modern day wrestling. I think Shawn Michaels is probably number one, Bret Hart number two, and I think Dynamite Kid's number three, most influential on the modern style of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Man, like there, I mean, Daniel Bryan's basically a carbon copy of Dynamite Kid with a little bit of Chris Benoit yeah. sprinkled in. Like his his move set and the stuff he was doing was just so ahead of his time. No dudes, uh, you know, not to speak ill of the dead, but. If you watch anything on him, I don't think he was a very pleasant individual in his personal life, but the man could fucking go inside that squared circle. Yeah. British Bulldog. Yeah. Facts. I think, uh, I don't Drew have anything McIntyre to add on that. I think that's slowly climbing the ranks of that best UK wrestler ever though. He's from oh, Scotland yeah. though. Is Scotland part of the UK? <laughs> now we're just getting way too far outside the box. I have no idea. Now we're now we're talking or about, is Ireland now we're talking about semantics. I think, Scott, about, I think Scotland is, is in the UK. We're, we're really pissing Phil it off yeah. right now. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, he's at the top. They got they got Wade Barrett listed. Freaking uh, Wade's like the yeah, Sheamus of the mid card. If you look at the stats, dude, Wade put together some what freaking are, numbers. You're not adding Billy Go to this to this list at all either. Will Osprey. Who? Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, well, he's great, dude. But you got to do it on the biggest stage, man. Yeah, we, we've had this discussion about Bulldog and Sheamus, dude. This is the this is the Bulldog <laughs> Sheamus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dynamite Kid doesn't got a doesn't got a huge resume in WWF, but he does got a claim as one of the best tag teams ever, right? Like he had a significant run as tag team champion in WWF. Um, Will Osprey is great, though. That's that's a good point, and I. Anytime I get a question like this, a lot of times I I automatically default to people that are that are no longer yeah. in the game, right? We gotta we, yeah. we still Will Osprey still got chapters left to go on his True. group. <clears throat> All right. TNT, Tyson Niltrevino wants to know how do you see the situation with Cash Wheeler's arrest? I think we missed uh, Tony Barker did po- post another question, but we already talked about it. He was talking about, uh, about Edge, about Edge uh, yeah, coming in. So we already touched on Edge, that. so I okay. didn't want to just rehash Edge. But uh, thanks for the question, Tony. Uh, TNT says, how do you see the situation with Cash Wheeler's arrest playing out? Um, I mean, I think it's going to get has, under the hasn't road. gone to trial yet, but mm-hmm. from all the details that came out, it sounds like it was a, a low-key road yeah. rage incident where some, something happened and he, he waved a gun at somebody. I don't think it was yeah. even necessarily pointed at I think he waved it at him. Yeah, I say not a good look. I don't think dude has much of a record, so I see him just playing out. Yeah, he's he hasn't done anything else. Yeah, I I don't think we hear. I think this. Hey man, maybe he was just waving at the guy, and he just so happened to have a gun in his hand. Like, I mean, uh, why are we jumping (laughs) to conclusions? Why are we jumping to conclusions here? True. Yeah, he was just like, "Hey man, got any ammo?" Uh, Zach Hertzler says, "What is on the menu for All In? We haven't hashed out our uh, our menu. We got family coming in. Yeah, um, my mom and dad. My mom's already here. My dad will be here Friday to help, you know, put a little bow on Brett's birthday celebration. Um, 
I don't know what time oh, they leave on Sunday. They usually be pretty early, so they should be out of picture by the time all this Yeah, they starts. usually get up and go I kind of like Sunday that fish morning. and chips idea that Jordan dropped. Dude, like some nice vinegar, vinegary fried fish and potato chips. That sounds pretty fucking good, dude. We had we had a great place in Hawaii for that, but it's been a few years since I've had a good uh, a proper fish, fish and, and chips, chips, man. So I think if a proper yeah. fish and chips. So what, what do you think you could pull that off, Sheen? Yeah, I could. Yeah. I'm flying in. Do it. All right, that's it. <laughs> All right. You got your new. You got your new camp stove on the back. I got porch. my camp stove. I'm yeah. frying like a mofo, dude. I ain't got to worry about you know smoking up the house, making it smell like a fishery your, your or anything. Your parents are here, leaving. So. I'm flying in. There you go. <laughs> it's Jordan, all right, Marco. What you guys got planned for uh, the food and drink? I got nothing planned. It's Sunday. I, yeah. I'll, what are you drinking? Just bush light? Or are you doing a little mixture? Because I think I might get on the hard stuff this week. Yeah, I might get lost in the sauce this weekend. We got concert Friday night. Saturday's college. Y'all are always Y'all are some concert going mofos, College dude. football starts. Oof. Yeah. Jordan's single-handedly propping up Ticketmaster yeah, uh, stock right no now, shit, dude. dude. What, what concert's on Jelly Friday? Roll, oh, yeah. Jelly We're Roll, the right? sixth row for Jelly Roll. It's Ari's early birthday present, so. Yeah. That's happy early like, birthday. Yeah, no, we're not wishing her a happy early birthday. Like, let's <laughs> calm it down. She she gets I one wish, she gets one her... birthday. Let's not string this out into a three week birthday. No. Listen, I'll I'll wish her happy birthday on the day as well. But you know, happy early birthday. Listen, you never know what can happen, dude. Life is short. And we gotta we gotta Jeez, make sure that we geez. tell people how we feel oh, about them watch, while we're here. Watch your back, Ari. <laughs> no, I, I mean if something could happen to me. What if something happened to me and I didn't get to well, tell Ari? We'll be happy cooking birthday, in lard you know? anymore, I can tell you that. oh man no you were cooking lard in my honor um zach hertzler says do you think phil dunnett is going to make an appearance at all in i don't because the only thing phil hates worse than people turning their predictions into the big league late is (laughs) aew he hates aew with a passion that burns like the sun so he might not yeah Yeah, Uh, for those of you for those of you who don't know maybe this is your first time listening to the show phil dunnett is a beloved member of our fully family basically the godfather of the the fully fam we just kind of uh you know yeah, across the pond. He keeps our, our picks league in order. Um, he, he's a wild man. This dude was such a fan of the show. He literally made a Facebook group, or made a Facebook profile for the sole purpose of joining the, uh, you know, the, the Patreon group, man. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We, we love, we him, love Phil, dude. It's just, he's got a slightly different take on just about <laughs> everything. And he definitely looks down on us dirty, oh, stupid yeah, Americans. Yeah. And it's <laughs> just, it's, it's, it's I, I, I always look forward to. I, I'm smiling. Phil's had a tough week, man. Yeah. England women lost in the World Cup final, and now there's a huge AEW show in his backyard. Like, yeah, Phil is not having oh, a good yeah. week. He, yeah. Speaking of lost in the sauce, Phil is definitely lost in the sauce he with might, all that. He going might try on. to cut the feed to it. Uh, you never know. Ram, ram his van <laughs> into yeah. the side of the building. <laughs> the production truck. Zach Hertzler says, pretty sure you guys have touched on this topic before, but I want to get your guys' honest opinion on WWE having WrestleMania two nights. Um, I've, I've said it before. We've, we have talked yeah. about this on the show before. I'm not a fan of the two-night WrestleMania format. Nope. I think one big night, you know, the freaking send us home happy. Uh, don't stretch it out over two days. That's my that's my preferred way to watch WrestleMania. I like two nights, but if they went back to one night, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't shed a tear. I think uh, Triple H, if there's one thing he can – do that he hasn't done already is kind of see if he could scale it back. I'm not sure if business wise it would be good for them, but <laughs> I don't think it's happening. <laughs> no. dude. If you look at those numbers yeah. they're doing, yeah. man, like, dude. So I was listening to Cheap Heat this week, and you know, shout out, I, I think Zach's angle on this, not to put words in his mouth, but you know, he had talked about some of his frustrations with the 
the ticket search last week that, you know, all the tickets went so fast and it was going to be just sky high for even crappy seats, right? There there was, he was, and he was ready to drop some coin on it, but there was just not a good, a good seat that was near, you know, worth the, worth the money to spend on cheap heat. They had a big forum, um, talking about ticket prices and they had people write in. So for, uh, to get both nights in the second row, $23,000. Oh my God. That's this just is, the ticket. This guy, this guy's going by himself, man. Like this, this guy, this guy spent 23. He said, you know, it was a bucket list item. He always wanted to do it. And he, he pulled the trigger on it, dude. And I'm just like, Crazy. Oh my one, that's God. a ton of money to go to any wrestling show, especially like, you know, that's shout out to all hotel. the, all the, all, all the solo that's soldiers out there. But like, that's dude, you nothing. just, you're not even really going to have somebody to share that experience with, man. You know, like it's just, uh, I don't know. And I wouldn't be against going to a wrestling show by myself. Like I, w- I could totally go and enjoy a wrestling show by myself, but not for 23,000, man. Like that's, and that's just WrestleMania. That's you before you go to take to, nobody else, dude. I mean, yeah, dude, if you right. took somebody else, it'd be really freaking $50,000. So I don't know what dude. people are doing, man, that are going with like a friend to like that. I feel like, almost all wrestling fans are going to be priced out of this. I feel like it's just going to be like, you know, like courtside at a Lakers game. Why is it so expensive? Because people pay it. I got got some beef with WWE right now. So I really wanted to go to Survivor Series in Chicago, but the only way you could get tickets is if you bought um, a two-night pass for SmackDown and Survivor Series. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, that's the only way you could buy tickets for Survivor Series in Chicago. You had to buy both tickets. Like, dude, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go to SmackDown. I want to go to Survivor bull. Series. Like, I think I they kind of. I think they kind of wow. mentioned that when they did talk about the tickets going on sale for Survivor Series. That like they included SmackDown as part of the yeah. uh, Survivor Series package. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure uh, I remember them advertising it. That way, I was so yeah. Just when I saw but it, I was like, right. oh, they finally did take it away. I just looked it up, and they finally did just do. Oh, okay. You can do buy just Survivor Series tickets, yeah, but it was not like dude. that. Oh, that's because these are all verified resale tickets. <laughs> yeah, my advice to anybody, especially if you're in driving distance to Philly and the travel's not a huge deal, dude. Wait till the day of the event, like the day of or the day before, because you got to realize the moment that opening bell rings, those tickets are worthless. And there's still a ton of uh, a lot of this demand has been inflated by resellers buying tickets. Like, you know, me and Brett went to John Morant's first game back for the Grizzlies. I waited till two o'clock the afternoon of the game and I've been tracking it all week because we kind of had a good idea when he was coming back the day before the tickets we got were, were at like 276 bucks a piece. I waited until two o'clock the day of, and I got them for a hundred and fifteen yeah. a piece, man, for the seat. So you got to wait till the uh, if you can, if you can, it, and trust me, it's easier said than done because you're nervous. You like yeah. you want to make sure you got a spot. And a, a random Grizzlies regular season game is a lot different from WrestleMania. But if the travel is not a huge issue, um, my advice is yeah, wait until as close as possible because you're gonna see, there's gonna be a spike, right? You're gonna get that yeah. that surge of hype for Mania like the couple weeks before, and you'll probably see prices go up. But that lasts like 48 hours for the event. You start to see people get desperate and do some funky stuff, and you can snag some some solid seats. You just for make sure you're price. getting legit tickets, yeah. though, too, dude. Don't well, that's get, almost not an issue now with scammed. the digital tickets. Yeah, it's not it's not really as much of an issue as it used to be. As long as you're using something um, like you know StubHub or SeatGeek or something like that, you're you're going to get tickets or you're going to get your yeah. money back. All right, J, uh, Johnny JB also said, "What's on the menu for All In?" We already discussed that. He also sent in a question that says, "With the recent passing of Terry Funk, is there a wrestler whose death affected you more than others?" Mine was Macho. Um, I know it's a dark question. Ultimate Warrior. 
dude, he finally had yeah. reconciled with WWE, had the great Hall of Fame thing, came out at WrestleMania, did that promo on Raw, and then dead 12 hours later. Like, yeah. That was just so depressing, that was man. Crazy. Yeah, that That's was wild, man. As well, same thing. I say Jay Briscoe, Jay Briscoe man. Jay Because dude yeah. was so young, man, and like, you know, had young family and stuff, and was just such a good dude, man. Like, the Briscoes seemed so real, man. Like, they weren't like some larger-than-life pro wrestlers like the yeah, Warriors. Yeah, like you they guys have been like talking about the Warrior right, right now, jeez. No, nah, Warrior was a huge part of my childhood. I loved Warrior, but he was almost more like a... Warrior never seemed like a real person to me. He yeah. was almost like a comic book character or something, yeah. man. Whereas Jay Briscoe always just seemed like a super real dude. Um, so yeah, man. Like I said, Warrior hit hard too, just because he was gone from the WWE. You know, not to use their branding, but like the WWE universe, he was gone for 18 years, man. From '96 to 2014, that dude was damn near blacklisted from the WWE. Finally, comes back and then passes away less yeah. than 24 hours later. It was just insane, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I think Jay Briscoe is definitely the answer for me. That that one hit. Yeah, it hit it hard for me too. I was like legitimately like physically upset by that. I don't know why. I think it's just like like Seth said, he was so young. Like and you know, on a professional level, like he had just had like these awesome matches with FTR. Like they were just getting like some like a lot of eyeballs on them, dude. Like they've been doing awesome stuff for years and years and years, but to finally like, you know, have these awesome, like big moments, uh, and then just to have life cut short and, and to have life cut short in such a way that it was like, he was doing something like wholesome with his family. He was going to his daughter's like dance or cheerleading competitions. You know what I mean? And just, you know, in an instant, you know, and it, it was just it I'm, was brutal dude. So yeah, I was, I'm I shocked. Jay nobody Briscoe said Owen sure. Hart, honestly. I mean, Looking back, it's super tragic because I we think were, like we Owen Hart young, was though, three I years think. younger than I am now yeah. when he passed away. That's just mind blowing. We were fourteen um, at the time. I, th- I think I think because because I was so young. Yeah, yeah, I was fourteen, and it was just it was more more just like it was kind of abstract. You know what I mean? Like it was just. I mean, I don't know. I was just shocked, man. Yeah. Like when it happened, it just seemed so crazy. But I don't think I could really. I couldn't really like in my in my yeah. when I'm when I was fourteen. Like in hearing that you know Owen Hart seemed like he already had like a nice full life. You know what I mean? Like, not that it wasn't still horrible that he passed away, but I was just like, damn, I didn't really realize like exactly how how much time he had taken away from his family, you know? So I I can imagine if something like that happened now, you know, if if a wrestler that was like our age right now died in an accident like that, I'm sure that would. I'm not going to lie to you, dude, at the time, because that was during the attitude era. I honestly thought it was part of the show at first because, I mean, I was 14 years old. I'm like, oh, Jesus, what a way to kill off this character. Like, just it just seems so weird with what they'd been doing with Owen Hart at the time. It it fit right. Like it is is over the, you know, pardon the pun, because the name of the pay-per-view was over the edge, like as over the line as that would have been. It totally fit with the storyline they had right there. Right. And they did so much crazy shit that, that you wouldn't even, that would have been like a C level story, right. That Owen Hart died at the pay-per-view, yeah. but yeah, then you realize like, Oh shit. Like that's, it really wasn't until raw the next night. When yeah, I they kept the it, show going. I really wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. They kept the show going. And like, even though it was on the internet, like you still were kind of like, uh, whatever do you like, maybe it's just a wrestling thing. It wasn't until raw the next night that it really sink in. Like, like yeah. fuck, this is real. 
All right. That wraps up listener mail. Sorry to end you guys on a somber note. No, that was a good question, though, man. I always like ending it with, yeah, I like ending it with a little bit of like a deeper question like that, man. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Johnny, man. That that was a good one to wrap it up, dude. Again, thoughts and prayers out to, uh, you know, Terry Funk's friends, family, and fans, man. Lost an absolute legend today. So, the show is definitely dedicated to him. Um, I want to remind you guys, use code Chick-fil-A to save 10% at ringsidecollectibles.com. Sheena, remind the listeners where they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco running the Twitter machine at Chick Foley Show. Join our Foley fam and all the fun we're having over on Facebook at chickfoley.com. Be sure to follow all of our Pod Foundation brothers over at Pod Foundation. And you can go to at, at the Extra Cooler Show, Coming Down the Aisle podcast, and the Turnbuckle Tavern. And they'll have all of your wrestling needs covered for the week. Yep. And we will get in the uh, the show notes. If you just swipe up, we'll have the link tree for the goal line. So you guys can get all set for me and Jordan's new football pod. Um, all right. I think Marco's in the hot seat this week. Sheena, hit him with the trivia question. Oh, all right, Marco, boy, you ready? <laughs> really fitting question for this. Yeah. Event. This was totally random, but this, this worked out perfect. Yeah, uh, this is crazy. At the 1992 SummerSlam, the tag team champs were. Oh, my God, man. I'm trying to think. I know. If you don't, if you don't get it, I'll give you. Um, you know, we'll still count you out, but I'll give you the. I'll give you the uh, multiple choice, and you can pick from those. I can't even think right now. Damn, I actually do know this one too. Is the one of the choices? All right. So your choice. So your choices are uh, natural disasters, Legion of Doom, or the Beverly Brothers. Uh, Come on, Marchismo, you got this. Oh, why can't I think of it? It wasn't the uh, it wasn't the Beverly Brothers, was it? Oh. No, it was the Natty oh. Disasters. I almost said, yeah, yeah. That was a convoluted time in the tag team picture, dude. Yeah, I, even when Seth, I, when he pulled the question, he was like, like you know, I would have, I would, I would have guessed Natural Disasters, but like I wouldn't have been one hundred percent. Like between Legion of Doom, Money Inc., and Natural Disasters, there was like that was a very yeah, see, fuzzy yeah, period that's what for I, the. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I know this is because I just watched this show last week. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I think Natural Disaster, they defend yeah. against the Beverly Brothers Maybe that's that what, show, Yeah, right? that's what I, I was thinking. LOD's I thought they were the champions. Eight. And then... Uh, that was LOD's last match in uh, WWF yeah. for a while also. Hawk is like stoned out of his mind <laughs> at that match. A lot of people are st- I want to say I think it was Hawk, Jim Neidhart, and British Bulldog. They went out the night before and gotten just fucking wasted. A lot wasted. of people were stoned during that. Fucking wasted. But, him and animal, yeah. Him and animal actually had a pretty big falling out after that because I think they still had like another con- a year on their WWF contract, which is really good money, and uh, and they ended up getting let go shortly after that because Hawk was not well. So you guys got a little history lesson along yeah, with the trivia yeah. question this week. All right, Sheena, hit us with some uh, some closing thoughts. Um, closing thoughts for this week are: don't be an egg sucking dog. I don't know. Preach. Oh, 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 oh,